0: find recovery at last the constitution is finished but if a super duper big tragedy happens this entire document goes out the window said no founding father ever the kate Daly show starts now
1: and i have found that that polytechnic is is what we're doing now and where we're going so as a marketing standpoint it is um more authentic I'll say that now. I was a little sad because I, I, the tech is sexy. <laughs>
2: But also, we cannot help but conclude that with all of that good effort, it has been intentionally wrapped in a predisposed strategy to demean, disparage, and defeat the Dixie name and minimize adherence to the history, heritage, and traditions of the residents of southwestern Utah, or better said, the people of Utah's Dixie. Much of the information presented has been, at best, quite anecdotal. Other more objective parts, including surveys and supposed community assessments by consultants and pollsters that you have hired have been very much called into question. Yet you seem to have simply ignored the question and continued as if the data is absolutely correct or really doesn't matter. There are those in this community that do in fact represent thousands who object to what you are doing and are able to largely discredit the work of your consultants as well as this process.
3: Listening to that clip brings back a little few memories, doesn't it, from months ago. I like to go into a play and make sure people realize what has been going on at, at DSU. I want people to keep understanding what some of these candidates are doing when it comes to Dixie, your heritage, our heritage, and, um, and what they have done and are doing, uh, to our heritage or want to do right now, uh, even as candidates. And so my guest in this hour, before I get to the big Dr. Brian Artist interview, I have a wonderful uh, guest, and that is Tim Anderson. He is a lawyer. He is an author. Uh, he's with some great big firms, and he's also a community activist. He's also with DSUHC, and, uh, and they really brought to light what was happening, the lies that were being told about uh, Dixie. And... <sighs> apparently i i just keep I just keep thinking about this, Tim. you know, I just know so many people that graduated from Dixie that were employed that got jobs it 's really amazing because their whole claim was you just could not get a job if we if we uh, we had to change the had to change the university name or you just couldn 't get a job and and uh, and i'm just I just want people to just remember how <laughs> awful this whole thing has been, and my guest tim anderson we 're going to be talking about the convention candidates everything i'm excited to have you how are you
4: well, i'm
5: doing well it's good to be back and talking about the same old thing in a way i know seems that some things don't go away and this is one thing that is not going to so go away
3: true and the the lies need to get exposed though and the way they did it needs to get exposed because um it was just lies from the top down and and it's just really discouraging to think that 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 people in this community would do that but here we are and the convention just happened so i'd love to get your take on the convention too
5: well, it's an interesting convention, but I, I think maybe w- when we look at it, and let's put it in global terms for a minute, since a lot's going on in the world today. Let's go back to you know 1978 and a playwright who happened who was in Czechoslovakia by the name of Václav Havel. In his situation, he wrote a he wrote an essay called "The Power of the Powerless," and in that situation, he's in a country, a small country, buffer state of the Soviet Union, and in a situation where <clears throat> where their country is just a small part of a much larger system. And it just provides resources. It's a place where people go to visit, go to play. A lot of cool culture there. But uh, as far as things go, they had to go along with exactly what the Soviet Union required. And so he wrote this 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 play, and, uh, excuse me, this, this essay, which put him in jail from 1978 to 1983. And what he said, in his essay, he said he explained that the entire system invo- is involved in... Is involved the control and total manipulation of society. So the people who have to conform and they have to, they have to go along with exactly the official slogans and so, in effect, live the lie, live the ideology. And, oh. he, and so he took exception to that. Sure. And he says, he says, he says, one should refuse to live a lie, but rather be determined to live in the truth. I thought, yeah, that's kind of timely if you look at what's going on in the world today. Right. You know, the Ukraine suffering through something similar in even a much worse way than ever did did Czechoslovakia. But but the point is, is that he's saying is that in his story, the power of the powerless is that we're in a situation where there are certain forces, political elites, dictators and others that that really try to decide how things are going to be and and us being the powerless really have to go along or we're somehow castigated and considered to be outcasts or nonconformists, and it goes on from there. Now, I'm not suggesting that, you know, the political elites in the state of Utah have any similarity to the Stalinists or the Soviets. Well, some do. But, uh, but I am <laughs> saying that, 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 <laughs> there's, say that there's certainly some misdirection <laughs> mm-hmm. and some misunderstanding of where Ooh. things are go when they look at our community, mm-hmm. a place where people from northern Utah come to play, they come to recreate, come sure. to have second homes, and then... Certain influences from northern Utah start imposing on our history, heritage, culture, and tradition here, and ultimately they decide that the name here has to change. Right. Now, so they want to change the name of the university. Now, I'm not sure that they're all that committed to total progressivism and leftism, but I think that many of them, even though they call themselves Republicans, <clears throat> that they have to throw a bone to the left from time to time. Mm-hmm. So that they can stay current in the local, in what's trending in, in the, the local political discussion. Mm-hmm. And so what happened to us is that that same group, so many people I know and nice, wonderful people, they just have some different views and propensity to sometimes compromise a little differently than perhaps the rest of us would. They threw a bone all right to the left. Somebody in the, in, those in higher ed and, the, and then those uh, more liberals that are running the university today decided that we got to get rid of this name. And so for the political elites who don't understand it very deeply, sort of like those from outside who are trying to control what goes on here, they figure, sure. let's just throw a bone and let's get rid of the name of this university, and that will satisfy our friends on the left and the progressives. I mean, I don't see them lining up to, to change the name Utah, right? which could be offensive to many. hmm Sure. But Dixie
3: anything could be of offense to somebody.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Dixie, Dixie, that could go because that's 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 those people down in southern Utah. And Mm -hmm. they're nice people, but we don't know much about them. And so we're not going to worry about them. We're just going to throw their their one of the important points of their their community, their culture, their identity out the window and change the name of the university. Right. And so there's that trend that we see in people today. They compromise easy. And those and the, uh, the sort of the northern Utah political elites, they have certain pawns
2: mm-hmm.
5: working for them. They're scared to death up north right now because what they're worried about is what we're going to have is a very solid delegation of southern Utah representatives in the House of Representatives. that are all in favor of restoring the Dixie name and protecting our heritage, our culture, our tradition and, and history here. Mm-hmm. They're going to oppose yeah. moves by the Northern to elites to sort of change things down here and ignore things here. And that's a problem when you have a university that's trying to be as liberal as it can. It's sort of running out. what a, They're having some kind of special graduation for people based on sexual or racial identity Oh, they're separating yeah. them out. <laughs> and then they put them in the same class with veterans who made a choice right. to defend and look after their country.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: And that somehow it's saying you veterans are special, but also you other folks that have immutable characteristics somehow should be honored. And they didn't make a choice. Yeah. That's that's right. where they are. Yeah. But it makes no sense. So it just separates people. It disunifies. It's it, it, it just distinctively it's a disunifying uh, direction, mm-hmm. and and but that's the kind of liberalism we're looking at. And so right. so it returns to that: do we live the lie or not? And there are several big lies, but I'll talk about it later. But on the convention itself, you could see that the two candidates mm-hmm. that are being promoted heavily by the northern influencers, <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
5: uh, you know, one being Nina Barnes, the other being Christy Pike. Yeah, they, they desperately
3: they, want these two women in.
5: And they and they received almost no votes. I mean, what were the 12 and <laughs> 16 or pathetic. something, respectively, yeah. out of 150 some in the in the various districts? Mm-hmm. Not even close. Right. But they they did the political trick. They circumvented the caucus system and the convention system by getting get the gathering signatures. They they went out and they sure h- did hired a signature gathering company to get them a bunch of signatures. I don't know about Christy Pike, but I do know that Nina Barnes spent $8,500 and the people and the voters need to know that to get signatures. And they needed a little over a thousand of them. Wow. So
3: it amazes me because they knew they couldn't hold up to the scrutiny of the delegates. That's why. Yeah. And, so that was their little backup plan.
5: But that's what you do when you want to get around the people mm-hmm. and, and you know, where the yep. people are kind of concerned about where they might go. So it kind of rolls back to where the sort of the powerless But maybe Mm -hmm. not so powerless if the truth comes out. Right. But a lot of the effort is to try to squelch the truth, quash it the best you can. And if you look at the way a a primary election works is if Mm -hmm. you can uh, spend a lot of money and jump into a public election really quickly Mm -hmm. with just a couple of months Mm -hmm. and outspend the other side like 10 to 1 or something, (laughs) you might have a good chance. Yeah. If you confuse the facts and confuse the issues, you might even have a better chance. So I'm sort of here today to talk about those facts and issues that should not yeah. be confused.
3: And we'll talk about a lot of the candidates. In fact, Christy and uh, and is it Nina? Nina? I, 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 no, Nina, it's the, Nina? I think it's Nina. Nina. Um, so they are gathering signatures because they knew that they could not get through the vetting process. And especially for conservatives, because I think they're both pretty liberal. But they both um, do not uh, uphold the heritage here. I don't think they have any interest in... Anything, doing anything. Um, because Christy Pike's husband was the one that, that really kind of spearheaded the removal of Dixie. And uh Nina, Nina, I'm not sure. Uh it, it same thing when when asked for comments on these things, they were very vague and would not support Dixie, which is a, <laughs> pretty telling
5: well they weren't very vague when the decisions were to be made mm-hmm. and, and i might say again they
3: were vague in like comments to people like yeah. trying to get their vote without disclosing and they they just were ne- they were never pro heritage or oh my gosh look at the cancel culture it was just like well i think it's uh you know this is why i think it might be a good idea you know i mean very kind of well you know i just thought that was interesting tim it but but just...
5: very directly involved yes. Nina barnes was yes. on she is on the board of higher education she's a <laughs> She's a yep. vice chair, yep. and by the way, I, I'm sure these are wonderful people. We're talking yeah. about issues, but, but we're not talking people.
3: about politicians, but, and but, if but you're going to um, run for elected office, but the important yeah. thing
5: here is that, that she was in a position where mm-hmm. she could have stood up and said, "Wait a minute, you're talking about my community, right? You're trying to change the name of our university, yeah, yeah. But, but instead they, she just rolls over and votes with them, and she's mm-hmm. the vice chair, and now she's in Washington County wanting to somehow run for office. Yeah, what, what thought, if she was in? Right. Now she's from Iron County. What if that's been the inverse? What if it had been Old Sorrel? And they had decided the story of Old Sorrel, you know, the horse that helps save Old Main. Somehow that's because you have a statue there. So that's an (laughs) example of animal cruelty. And Peter was going after it. Right. And then, and then she voted on the site of PETA to remove the statue. Right? You think Safe she got kind of elected thing. in Iron County? Of course, I don't not. think so.
3: Of course not. We're going to come right back more with Tim Anderson when we come back. There's so much to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, all the candidates um, and uh, give you guys a clear picture of what's really happening here uh, moving forward. Be right back with Tim Anderson.
7: The Hurricane Valley Easter Car Show is back. Presented by Balance of Nature. Saturday, April 16th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Hurricane City Leisure and Recreation Center. This is the main fundraising event for the Rotary Club of Hurricane. With over 300 car entries, this is the perfect time to come see classic cars from your favorite car brands and experience a variety of local food vendors. Last year's winner for Best Vehicle was the classic Volkswagen bus. Come see who takes the prize. This year, all proceeds from this family friendly event go directly to building an all abilities park right here in Hurricane. So come show your support while you're there. Don't forget to stop at the Balance of Nature booth to enter the raffle and grab your prizes. See you at the Hurricane Valley Easter Car Show Saturday, April 16th, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Hurricane City Leisure and Recreation Center on 63 South and 100 West. Bring the whole family and come check out the fun. Utah is currently experiencing a crisis
8: unlike anything we have seen before. More Utahns from ages 18 to 45 have died from overdose than any other leading cause in America. Ten Utah adults die every single week from drug overdoses. Despite this disturbing information, it has had very little public awareness. Recently, Washington County had a drug bust of 11 pounds of fentanyl pills. Lionsgate Recovery has been fighting against this problem that is killing more of your young adults than any other problem Utah faces, but we need help. If you want to make a real difference in our community and local families' lives, please consider joining our team. We are in need of social workers, therapists, and other passionate people to make a real difference in this life-or-death struggle.
9: it's proven to increase blood flow by repairing blood vessels no pills and no side effects if you're ready to put a stop to your ed by treating the root cause call us now and not only will the assessment and blood flow ultrasound be free we will also include something unique that produces powerful results in the bedroom I don't think I've ever seen it fail this is a six hundred dollar value free to those that call in the next two minutes 435-922-7000 That's 435-922-7000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and get your love life back. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now to qualify. 435-922-7000.
10: We've got Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic with us today. And Wasatch Medical has a breakthrough and it's a scientifically proven treatment for ED. You know what that is and you know you got to get it taken care of. Now, guys, what's so very interesting, the solution for you doesn't require any pills, no injections, no surgery. And that's a relief. Andrew, please tell us more about this treatment.
9: Well, that's right, guys. Welcome to the future. We have a technology. It's not a pill, thank goodness. Wasatch Medical in St. George uses the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy. We are now approaching 60 clinical studies saying this opens up and regrows blood vessels healthier blood vessels that's a great thing for life in the bedroom more blood flow without the use of chemicals
10: wow that's uh, that's pretty amazing uh what kind of results are you seeing with these treatments now
9: well we have heard men tell us how they get off of the pill completely the relationship improves they draw closer to their significant other intimacy comes back and i believe this even impacts overall happiness
10: okay and it's working for guys of all ages too now i understand that you've got a special offer just for our listeners is that true
9: we do call us now we'll set you up with our doctor free the exam assessment blood flow ultrasound you don't even have to do treatments just come in and take the free you'll also get a gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom it's all no charge
10: okay guys quit putting it off Pick up the phone right now. I said, pick up that phone right now. If you need to pull over for uh, to write down this number, do that. Here's the number for that free exam. It's four three five nine two two seven thousand. That's four three five nine two two seven thousand. Gonna tell you one more time. That's four
11: three five nine two two seven thousand. Uncle Milty here for HearingAndBrainCenters.com. Arb- arbitrary, an adjective meaning relating to a decision made by a court or legislature that lacks a grounding in law or fact. Everything our dictators do is based on some arbitrary principle or value. They determine what poverty is, what wealth is. They determine what food insecurity is, what racism is. They determine our health needs. They determine how we may use our property. They determine arbitrarily almost everything now. Our answer to this is the only one we have left, nullification. Learn to say in large groups at every public meeting this simple phrase. We will not comply. Uncle Milty here for HearingAndBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023. HearingAndBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023. Talk lines are open now. Call 888
0: 673 1450. This is the Cape Dally Show.
12: Sit away down yonder in the land of cotton. Old times and ain't as rotten as they are. Homeless damn. Yes, please, Lord, take your soul back home to Dixie. And I sang Dixie.
3: Welcome back, the Daily Show on a Friday. Uh, welcome back. And I have the uh, big interview with Dr. Brian Artist coming up. Um that is today and uh it will will um be the whole two hours of the national show. I have Tim Anderson with us today, uh talking about the candidates. We're talking about just kind of filling you in on um what we're what we're what we're up against with um with uh, politicians and, and running for office and uh, talking a little bit about Dixie, too. I just wanted to mention, too, um, Uncle Miltie just did that spot, and I just wanted to say they're, they're raising some money for what's called Sound of Life. It's a really, really good um, nonprofit that helps uh, people with treating hearing loss, and so they're trying to raise some money with this today. RunningReese.com, runnin R u n n i n g. And then r e e s e dot com, dot com, and this is uh, go check out the story. Who is Reese Jones? Check out this story, and uh, they really are um, at the hearing and brain balance. They're, they're really trying to um, uh, to help, and in so many wonderful ways. So make sure you go there, runningreese.com, and check that out. All right, let's talk a little bit about um, some of the candidates, the different people, um, and what happened at the convention.
5: Well, yeah, you know, DSUHC. When we first started mm-hmm. this, we wanted sure. to encourage a lot of people to run, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and and so we don't really endorse any specific candidates, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but we do comment on what's going on. We editorialize okay. a lot, yeah, and, sure. and and when we and, and it's admirable, really, for all the candidates. That includes the ones that we may disagree with. Right. The fact that people run is a hard thing to do. Right and uh, and so it's it's impressive that people do that. We appreciate it. but mm-hmm. for example, uh, uh, Neil Walter would be a good example. He's running in Lowry Snow's seat that okay. Lowry's no longer running and Neil is uh, he, he's probably one of the smartest people in terms of understanding public finance okay And it's good to have a legislator that understands that. He Mm -hmm. he was actually uh, going to be the state treasurer, and that Mm -hmm. went a little bit awry at one point. But he's of that quality. Okay. Incredibly well-versed, understands the – or certainly understands the law well. And he's just a great uh, uh, businessman, CPA, Mm -hmm. uh, very able. He's also a teacher, has been a teacher of uh, business. He's good.
3: So Christy and, Pike, who's getting signatures, is challenging Neil.
5: Yeah, of course she had to get signatures so she could <laughs> run no against one Neil. But, her to run. but I think yeah. that that's a tough one for mm-hmm. her because Neil is just very able and very qualified. And okay. I, I, I can't imagine that John so Pike that's a slam would, would dunk disagree the, with that conclusion, yeah. oh. even though his wife's running and I would she. And, and, and John, again, mm-hmm. I, he, he was an okay mayor in my view. I just think problems developed when he started dealing with this name issue. Mm-hmm. And that was a problem. Yeah. And then I There's, saw I have a lot of issues too many mm-hmm. businesses that uh, mm-hmm. were masking up way too early and going out and being put out of business and when, at a time when that was very unfortunate right. for a number of businesses. That became a big problem for
4: okay. legally
5: for, for businesses in the area. But anyway, Neil, uh, we got you know Colin Jack, a newcomer mm-hmm. to the business, been around the party for a long time, an engineer. Uh, very smart fellow, and he's working hard at it. He's running in, I think, in uh, District 73.
3: But I think Travis it's, is definitely the preferred choice because then, of his record.
5: And they got Travis, mm-hmm. and Travis is the incumbent. Yeah. And Travis is, you know, here, here's the deal, because I I've, I've, you know, hear the knock on Travis because he ran into an issue with you know, legal issue, personal legal issue that involved, the I think, shooting from issue. from from a near a car, from mm-hmm. a car near a home. It was not poaching, mm-hmm. but it was resolved as a matter of, uh, <clears throat> plea in, in advance. Yeah. Which so this is sort of like a speeding ticket.
3: Yeah. It was oh, like a nothing burger, but they made it into this and, big
5: and, thing. And, and mm-hmm. I got I got a speeding ticket. That, uh, it's a different story. <laughs> anyway, but, but, <laughs> but so so Travis yeah. and I got speeding tickets. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, but that's about what it is. But that was personal to him. But if you want to talk about an offense mm-hmm. against the community, mm-hmm. just let's go back to Nina Barnes and her as a member of the Board of Higher Education, right. Voting to cancel the Dixie name. Right. Now that's the big offense. Yeah, it right. isn't. You're right. Isn't Travis's yeah. personal? she's situation. trying to
3: distract everybody by by honing in and making this little tiny thing a mountain yeah. of something when he has a. Damn good record. Yeah. He stands for the things that we stand for. And when you have a record that shows that, and I'm, you know, a lot of politicians speak, but you go look at their records, and Travis has a fantastic record. My ball is in the the Travis court absolutely 100% on that. Well, because and, he has an amazing yeah, record.
5: And he is. And, and, and Nina, by the way, has good qualifications too. Mm-hmm. I, but the issue is not that. Mm-hmm. The issue is that she does not fit. Right. In this situation, mm-hmm. maybe another place, another time, but this is not it. Yeah, and hundred percent, not and, it. Yeah. And she would be wise just to withdraw and wait for another mm-hmm. time and build some mm-hmm. some experience in our community. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't criticize her for her qualifications. But it is, but it's the fact that she will do what the governor or the mm-hmm. sort of the, the the northern elites are going right. to going to require. And she's and,
3: getting signatures. And because... they're
5: working so hard. They mm-hmm. put so much money into her campaign. Right. And so that those are concerns that obviously we have.
3: Um, so about Willie, Willie no. Billings. Willie's awesome.
5: He, he's great. Mm-hmm. He, he's just kind of come out of nowhere. I love taken it. On re- he's the replacement for Brad Last. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a that, that's a great thing to have oh, happened. Oh man,
3: just, yes.
5: Because see, the problem that it creates for the again for the northern elites is that they don't have a drone here, mm-hmm. and so they have to look to others in the in the legislature up north, and right. it gets kind of odd when they're the ones having to look out for like for for example for the local university the university is going to have to deal with with Willie Billings and I think the university is going to have to change their their approach quite a bit because right. they, Willie is is very good very mm-hmm. able
3: and who's his uh, who's running against him because they're collecting uh, signatures against him I think
5: there's another signature gatherer mm-hmm. I think his name is Joe Eliason, I think mm-hmm. and I met him nice fellow uh, but just not really in the game compared to Willie. Right. Willie is on his way somewhere. He, he right. has a good potential to certainly be a, a good representative and maybe beyond that in our community.
3: I think you're right about that. I think Willie's great.
5: And then, of course, we have Walt, who, Walt Brooks, who's unopposed. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, and it's good that he's unopposed. Yeah. He, he's he's a been great, doing
3: some good things. He's a great
5: leader, mm-hmm. very much in support of uh, keeping the Dixie name mm-hmm. and restoring the Dixie name. and And so, you know, those are some of the issues that we have, but... One of the issues that's come up is so how do we restore the Dixie name? Right. Because people think it's over. Now nothing's really over when it comes to politics. Mm-hmm. It's just there the people have positioned themselves and then the laws that have thus far been passed been slipped past us without the ability to really deal with it, sort of like would happen in Czechoslovakia. <laughs> but but uh right. but anyway, that mm-hmm. no I, I mean facetious there yeah. is certain don't don't put that one up in lights. But uh but I think that what needs to happen, mm-hmm. because of all the rancor and the separation of our community from the university, which is very real, very true, and something that needs to be fixed.
3: That all stemmed from lying. I, I mean, honestly, well, I'm just being honest. That a it has a community
5: concern. But one way mm-hmm. we go about it is, I think we need to have another bill passed through the legislature. What it is is to restore the relationship that's largely been lost between the Greater Southern Utah Community, uh, community known as Utah's Dixie, and the university. With the change in the Utah Tech name, and what I'd propose is that for a period of 16 years, that in addition to the advice and consent of the Mm -hmm. Utah Senate on gubernatorial appointments to the Board of Trustees at the university, just at this university, Mm -hmm. that the advice and consent of the county commissioners of Washington and Kane County, which is the historical service area of this college, that they be required as well. Right. Right. So think about it. Now, I know the Senate's going to think, oh, man, I mean, we'd have to share our discretion and our advice mm-hmm. and consent and approval with a bunch of county commissioners down in Dixie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. And if we could do that, then maybe we will get some trustees in place that are really part of the com- – that, that support the position of the community. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not, again, just those that are only pursuing – you know, promoting the Northern Utah approach, but – that's a, that's one thing that could okay, be done. And yeah. so and so that, I'm, I'm suggesting like that that's mm-hmm. a bill that should be proposed that could be, I think, helpful in sort of uh, unifying, again, bringing the mm-hmm. university back into the community.
12: Right, right.
5: Now, the university hated, hate it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if the politicians start thinking about it, it makes True. a lot of sense. Unless they're just disposed, no matter what, to use power wherever they can. Right,
3: right.
5: And so I think that, you know, again, we've been, you know, The powerless perhaps do have some power if we could see some fairness in how trustees are selected.
3: So true. Oh, it's a system we need to change.
5: Isn't it odd that all the trustees were unanimously Mm -hmm. in favor of changing the name? What kind of board is that? What kind of discretion is that? A
3: board that doesn't live here. But
5: not even one. Not not the willingness to just stand up and say, hey, wait a minute. What are you doing to my community? Something's wrong. And so when you see that, there's obviously shows that there's a problem. Both there and in the Board of Higher Education. But at least how the governor selects, he can still select who he wants and right. propose who he wants, but it would require the approval of right. the Globe I just could not believe
3: how many uh, people were from um, other places and not here. No wonder they had no vested interest or education on the matter, right? So let's take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
2: Yeah, hi, Kate. Hi there. Tim. Uh, hi. Thank you so much for oh, educating everybody. great. I was at mm-hmm. convention and mm-hmm. it was just the signature gathers are horrible. But you know, I mean, we're going back in the '80s where the Northern Utahs dictated to us, mm-hmm. giving us the rules. I look at our school board, how we had like Michelle Bolter in there trying to bottom off to she was bring mm-hmm. good things to this, yeah. and they they still dictate. So here's my thought, Tim. I don't know if it can be done. From either Fillmore or Beaver on up, we divide the state and we become our own and we get the people in there that want the community to be what it is because it's really getting old and tired of mm-hmm. what these northern people are doing, and have no concept of what our community there's, there's is. They're
3: salt laking us, and California's salt laked, you know, Californianized salt lake, and Salt Lake's trying to do that to everybody else. It's true.
5: Well, we are, we are a small they state, are. and uh, yeah. that would be difficult. But uh, <laughs> I, as long one
3: as, can dream,
5: Greg, Greg, as long as you'd be the governor, dream, as long as you dream, be the governor, too. Greg would be okay.
2: <laughs> oh, man. All right, we'll keep up the Thanks. fight. Appreciate you guys, and I'm going <laughs> to do all I can to let these people know right. about what those signature gatherers are doing, and who we yep. really need to know. Because yes. this is a, a partisan, you know, race. And well,
5: Republicans,
3: the... mm-hmm.
5: honor our caucus,
2: please. Right.
3: Thank you. Well, thank really you appreciate that, Greg. Thanks.
5: And their program, empl- program candidates, in fact, uh, mm-hmm. as far as Nina Barnes goes, we've been informed that her campaign manager is Katie Miner. Well, she's, she's an information specialist for the governor. <laughs> And, and so if that's, if she's the only manager, I don't know all the facts on that. But again, that's the point. Right. the, it explains and, volumes yeah and the the mm-hmm. the, the, the a production company they use for signs and everything is in northern utah why aren't they using someone here local? exactly exactly
3: yeah boy i sure love tucker carlson uh taking a huge swipe at spencer cox though and then ksl coming out and saying tucker attacked spencer cox it's really it's been it's been a crazy week be right back with tim anderson don't go anywhere
13: Or sleep anywhere than on a Tempur-Pedic mattress? I don't know. If you slept on a cloud, maybe. And that cloud was floating on a gentle sea of marshmallows. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress, where we have the entire line of Tempur-Pedic mattresses and specially trained sleep experts to help you get the one that's perfect for you. Right now, get a $3 gift for the purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. Plus, get 72 months, no interest financing. Wow! Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. See sort for details.
2: The winners for The Best of Iron County have been announced. Log on to bestofironcounty.com or grab a copy of The Best of Iron County magazine at magazine stands throughout Iron County. The Best of Iron County, brought to you by Dr. Brian Tavoyan, The Smile Doctor, and Canyon Media.
8: What if I told you the next 53 seconds could change your life? I know it sounds dramatic, but it's true. And while this ad might not be for everyone, if what I'm about to describe sounds familiar, you need to call us today. Let me get to the point. You've heard all the medical terms or nicknames, but ED is real. In fact, most of the people we work with deal with depression, unsatisfied relationships, an unhappy spouse, and even confidence issues. People think it's just about the bedroom. But if you're struggling with ED, you know it's far more. At Prolong Medical Center, our treatment plans have an 85% success rate. Yes, 85%. If privacy is keeping you from picking up the phone, we get it. This is why we have a discreet entrance and spread appointments out. Worried about price? Don't stress. Treatment is affordable and transparent. Your case is not hopeless. This can change your life. Prolong Medical Center in St. George. Online at ProlongMedicalCenter.com.
0: Join Lyle Boss, president of Boss Financial for Safe Money Radio, every Friday at 5 p.m. right here. Or call Lyle Boss now for your complimentary Safe Money book, Safe Money Miracle, at 855-355-7233.
9: Hi, guys. It's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we have a major medical breakthrough. The WAVE technology at Wasatch Medical Clinic was tested by Cambridge University, and the Cleveland Clinic and the results are in it's proven to increase blood flow by repairing blood vessels no pills and no side effects if you're ready to put a stop to your ED by treating the root cause call us now and not only will the assessment and blood flow ultrasound be free we will also include something unique that produces powerful results in the bedroom I don't think I've ever seen it fail this is a six hundred dollar value free to those that call in the next two minutes 435-922-7000. Four three five nine two two seven thousand that's four three five nine two two seven thousand Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and get your love life back. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now to qualify. 435
10: We have Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic with us today. As you've heard, Wasatch Medical has something cool for you guys. It's a breakthrough in scientifically proven treatment for ED. i got your attention. Hey, guys, this solution doesn't require any pills. No, you don't have to take any injections. You don't have to go through surgery. Andrew, what can you tell us about this treatment?
9: Well, this treatment really is a game changer because it treats the actual problem, not just the symptoms of erectile dysfunction. It's called acoustic wave therapy, and here's what it does. It delivers very gentle pressure waves through the skin into the blood vessels, causing those blood vessels to widen and expand. You can imagine what that does to life in the bedroom. More blood flow, and we've helped a lot of guys and couples get rid of the erectile dysfunction without the use of pills.
10: Hmm, that sounds very interesting now are you seeing good results with these treatments now
9: we really are men tell us how the results are powerful the treatments are easy and pain-free they don't have to rely on the pill and then the true end result is the relationship improves and couples draw closer together
10: and i would imagine smiles on their faces all right andrew do you have a special offer just for our listeners for right now what is that
9: We do. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED and regain your love life, call us now. The exam, assessment, even the blood flow ultrasound with our doctor is free. And the gift that I think you'll love, it produces immediate results in the bedroom worth hundreds of dollars. It's totally no charge.
10: Okay, guys, this is the day. This is the time that you pick up the phone. That's right. Call right now for that free exam, 435-922-7000. 435 922 7000. If you have to pull over and write it down, do so right now. Here it is again 435 922 7000.
0: Talk lines are open
10: now. Call
0: 888 673
12: 1450.
0: This soul. is the Kate Daly Show. Back
12: home to Dixie. And I sang Dixie as he died. People just walked on by as I cried. The bottle had run up to him of all his rebel pride. So I sang Dixie as he died.
3: Welcome back. Hate Dally Show, Little Dwight Yoakum. You can tell that voice, right? it's iconic. Um, That's good. It's almost iconic like uh, Willie, you know, you just kinda know who's singing. Uh, welcome back to the show. I've got Tim Anderson on with me and uh getting Tim's take on the convention, the candidates, um, who you should uh, if you're if you're questioning that and you haven't done any research, um, who are the uh, better candidates. I would not vote for any candidates that are seeking signatures. It's a a real coward way out, and and, and usually the person is going to know that they they can't win with delegates investigating them, so they go and they get the signatures. And it's just a shame that we, as a state, put this through um, to uh, really ruin the caucus. And I really do hope delegates out there and all of the rest of the voting public, this vote comes up June 28th?
5: Yes, June 28th.
3: Okay, that's coming up. And we need to make sure people are very aware of um, who needs to be in those spots. And there's an awful lot of action going on for some local oh, be, uh, spots.
5: Between now and then, wow. you know, for being in this part of the state, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I, I think we're going to see more money spent on these two races. <laughs> right? And there's money coming in from out of the area mainly. Mm. But we're going to see huge media over the next few months. right?
3: right. And, and I
5: think... At the university there are folks right. there working overtime. So so because fa- they want yeah. to get those in place that are gonna support the So the, let's the, recap. The, the cancellation oh. of Dixie Oh,
3: Yes, 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 yes. So let's let's recap um, Willie. 100 percent uh taking brad last spot and there's a person against him doing signatures don't vote for that guy get, get willie in there travis sigmiller um his record is amazing and um and we can count on him to do the right thing and so travis needs to stay neil walters you're saying neil walters and uh in the spot for lowry snow um and he's up against travis and um neil are up against um signature getters uh, that are heavily influenced from Salt Lake. And so um, Neil and Travis need to, uh, in my view, Neil and Travis need to be in there. And then um, uh, I think uh, Vickers has somebody um, up against him, too, that probably, uh, I'm not a fan of Vickers. so.
5: But he did vote to retain, to keep the mm-hmm. Dixie name, and we appreciate that. Yeah. One thing that he said that's mm-hmm. very important, mm-hmm. he said that he, he made his decision based on what his constituents told him. Mm-hmm. That's refreshing because we don't hear that very often when someone has been in the legislature right. for a long time. Mm-hmm. So you've got to give him credit for that.
3: Okay. All right. And then what about, um, oh, Mike Lee?
5: Of yeah, course, we both Mike think Lee. that he's I, the best
3: I, candidate out of the bunch. I've <laughs> known
5: Mike Lee since he was seven mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. He's, he's a great senator right. and a great constitutional lawyer, and it's good to have those that really understand the Constitution in that position. Okay. And so I appreciate him and his efforts very much. And plus, his dad was in one of my law professors. Mm-hmm. And also, a, we, we are running mates of different kinds. We ran road races together. We're talking about running, running, not, <laughs> running, not politics. Running.
3: Okay. Um, and so let's take it from here. We'll also take your calls, too, if you have any questions. 888-673-1450. 888-673-1450. We'll go ahead and take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
5: Yes, thank you. You I bet. Want to thank you both for all that you guys do and Thanks. keeping us informed. Um, one quick question. Did mm-hmm. any of the commissioners get signatures? And I'll just hang up for the answer then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, Gil did, Gil mm. Elmquist. Mm.
3: I, mm. um, I would put Alan Davis in that spot. I think you need to break up the Boys Club, and I think we need uh, other voices in there. Um, I think we've had the same voices. And uh, I know that he has, he's, has he been supportive of Dixie? He's
5: very supportive okay. of Dixie, and I I've had that. good experiences mm-hmm. with Gill as a commissioner.
3: Okay um and so we're kind of split on that but um but uh he got signatures okay
5: and 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 so but i think that overall you know it, mm-hmm. it's the uniqueness of, mm-hmm. of this time
3: right because i think and alan by the way is in, in in for dixie too he he wants dixie. yeah he, he likes is. our heritage
5: and and and, you know, and both do so and and again and it shows that the mass support there is in the community mm-hmm. it's odd that we ever got to this point yeah and so, right. I, and so I, one thing for sure, we should not be rewarding those that took action against Dixie You're to right. remove the name in any way, no matter how great of candidates they might be otherwise. Mm-hmm. They should not be rewarded in this community by being elected to a public office, at least not in this election.
3: Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You're on with Tim Anderson. Go right ahead.
7: Hi,
11: Tim. Hey, uh, a while back, did someone say that the Utah voting machines... Were sent to Mariposa County, Arizona.
3: Yeah, Maricopa County. Within 24 hours, Spencer Cox sent them off. When by law they they were supposed to retain them for 60 days, he sure got rid of them quick. To the one county in the in the country, everyone was examining for voter fraud.
11: That was that was voter fraud central case. Yep. They proved
3: it. I know, I know,
11: well, I know. You know, just like the the semi truck coming across state lines from New York to Pennsylvania. The mm-hmm. William Barr said we don't have to. FBI doesn't need to investigate that. Right, right. But I mean, voter integrity is so important. Voter
3: integrity is a big thanks, issue, thanks. Yeah. Anything on that, Tim? I
5: don't know anything about that. Oh, so Spencer Cox
3: not... sent the machines to Maricopa County the next day.
5: <laughs> so okay.
3: there's a problem with that. I, I don't know what he's trying to hide, but definite problem. Legally. Legally, they're supposed to retain them. So, so uh, people can check them out, but he didn't do that. So they were erased in Maricopa.
5: Well, I didn't know about that. was yeah. like a sad story.
3: Yeah, very sad. And what else are you? What else did you want to comment well, on? Well,
5: I, I think that a, you know the concept that mm-hmm. is that's a, really the basis of all this is that people will, in many ways, do anything to stay in pe- Now we're all, we're, by the way, we're all a little bit subject to this temptation. So yes. let's look at ourselves when we're looking at others. Right, and I think right. in this overall discussion, we need to do that too. We're not always right; mm-hmm. they're not always right. But Absolutely. on this issue, we have a very strong position mm-hmm. as somewhat powerless but maybe not so but people always do anything Mm -hmm. to stay in power because they always want to make sure that they're on the side of whoever whoever they perceive as powerful you're right and and by the way we've learned to do that since kindergarten Mm -hmm. but this is situ these are situations when we're faced with these that life doesn't quite work that way anymore because it's not it, it, when we look at our history, our heritage. All those things are so important about this community that make it what it is. Right. They exist, the good and the bad. And One of the worst atrocities in the history of our country happened just you know up Highway eighteen. Right. In in you know eighteen fifty seven, and and that's the bad. Right. But some of the most wonderful good things that have ever happened in the in American West have happened right here on this part. Of, you know, the Colorado River steps called Utah's Dixie. And why we have to somehow suborn ourselves mm-hmm. to those that are, I think, politically motivated to always stay on the safe side of power rather than step forward. Right. And, to have career and longevity. Ha- have the courage to say, no, you're not going to do that to my people. Right. And, and that bothers people when they do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know people are bothered like with Robert E. Lee. Great yeah. general. He could have been the general of the Union Army. Yeah. And and maybe should have been.
3: We've tried to but, highlight all the positives but, about him because there's so many. But ultimately
5: here. decided that he had mm-hmm. to go with his people.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: And, and, and was cascaded for that, but that's the way it went. Yeah. And not that his cause was so just, but his people were his people. And in a lot of ways, I don't look upon the history of Utah's Dixie being any kind of negative like that. Right. It has a very unique, rich history. But it is something we love our heritage for those to say to advance this idea that somehow we are uh, to to infer that there is racism here by going out 60 Join yeah. pictures of, of of things that happened here 60 years ago and say, now, how do you perceive this community? Because right. that's what they did with their, their polls. Well, if
3: you want to point to blemishes, you can find some blemishes in any part of human history. That's just part of who we are in our nature as human beings. But to paint a blemish of racism on it was so calculated and so interesting to try, to go there out of all the places because that is not... That is not endemic of this community. That's why I was so shocked to get the racism label. It was can we just put this connotation as a blemish and it was very manipulated onto, onto who we who who everyone here is as a people and all their ancestors.
5: But see, what we're doing is we're trying to make rational arguments. Yeah. And and they didn't want a they rational want a argument rational because argument. they wanted to change the name. They right. wanted, wanted to basically sacrifice that name, mm-hmm. punt that name out so that they could right get whatever in today's reward vernacular
3: comes. so people are so obsessed with that right now that it yeah. fit today's goggles of 2022 to in 2021 and 2020 to put that on there and but it,
5: you know even in this case i'm not mm-hmm. sure it was as it was it wasn't near as programmed as it Could have been because what they did is it was a big deal when the George Floyd thing happened. Mm -hmm. See, actually, in February of 2020, Dixie College did the coolest video about (laughs) Dixie and its history in the name Dixie. Mm -hmm. And then here we got just a few months later, the college is is reserving a whole bunch of names Mm -hmm. to to, uh, you know names to uh, other names, uh, and uh, there's even addresses that they're trying to uh, reserve. They're they're also uh saying they're not going to change the name and maybe they are and then they start this whole process to change the name what happened well the George Floyd event happened which was mm-hmm. a very sad and terrible event <clears throat> but
3: but it happened but, states but, away as but, well though but it's <laughs> but over that.
5: time this mm-hmm. reaction to tear down statues mm-hmm. and change names began to mitigate and i think the washington lee example is a great one at washington university in in uh virginia mm-hmm. where they removed the statue and the name of lee from it and later they restored it. They thought it through and said, "Wait a minute. We got some history here." Right, right. Maybe there's maybe it isn't as big a deal to start removing. And so here we are. Why I think the question is why, and this is to our our northern Utah our our these leaders, these influencers that uh, that that we uh, in our in our state, why did they allow this to happen? Why the offense against the community? Right. Students students come and go. Yeah. They're only at the yeah. school for a few years, and they cool. will always have views. And if you're going to change your view every time you have students that are upset,
3: yeah, but that's ridiculous. You can't ride both narratives, Tim. You can't and, say, we have such a successful university, look at us, and then say, we're unsuccessful because the name is Dixie. You can't have both narratives at the same time, but that's what they but, were doing.
5: Well, and the uniqueness of a brand like Dixie <laughs> would perpetuate way beyond... The, the the issue at hand. Mm-hmm. The, this time it was the the, the issues mm-hmm. of the 2020 and the George Floyd. There will be something else. But right. It's not going to focus on on it to the extent that we think it has. Perhaps this is far. We think this is far more prominent than it really is. It never should have happened. Mm-hmm. And I think in terms of of surrendering that name and somehow thinking they get some type of credit or reward from the you know higher education liberal higher education industrial right. establishment i think probably the folks in boston they don't care yeah they look at this little <laughs> they school and say do, what not you care. do that for?
3: everybody gets employed they they dixie college for forever was saying how successful they were because everybody was yeah. getting these wonderful jobs and then all of a sudden they changed the narrative to no one can get a job that's yeah. bizarre that's a lie
5: so and so I think that's where we're at. You know, we got the election coming up. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. we need to June really focus 28th. on Do not get deceived by the heavy media. See through it.
3: Yep. And, Well-funded uh, candidates. And, and, <laughs>
5: yeah. be, and, and then so that us as the powerless can really have some power.
3: I agree with that. I do. Let's take a last quick caller. Go ahead, caller. You only got 30 seconds. Go for it.
5: Yeah, I just, uh, since there's not much time,
9: House District 74, Neil Walter got 73% of the vote. And he
1: should have gone to the general election. Mm -hmm. You got Christy Pike, who got 11.45 votes. Right. And she also will be on the ballot because she went and
2: uh, collected signatures. Yeah. I want to, I just want to affirm that everybody,
1: we should not reward these people who didn't take the uh, will of the delegates who were elected by their community. This should not stand, and we should
9: not support one uh, candidate who got. Amen, uh, sir. You know, let Amen. me tell you I, I was Amen. at the
5: I was at the meeting at mm-hmm. the Alta Club. Seems like mm-hmm. it was about twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. About twenty of us in a room mm-hmm. when this was first pitched, this idea of circumventing the caucus system. There and about twenty, I have to say there are only four or five of us Shameful. that said no. And, and I had nothing further to do they with it. They should
3: remove themselves from the But races. I remember when it
5: was pitched as an idea of circumventing the caucus system I and mean, it had a lot to do with matters in northern Utah, mm-hmm. not in southern Utah. I think some of my comments were that's never going to work in southern Utah.
3: And look at look
5: at what happened. <clears throat> but those are there are there are those that are taking advantage of it. But if you can't get elected in your neighborhoods And through the regular caucus system, you know, the grassroots, the vetting, then, uh, you know, it just it sounds like one of those that that in effect, what you're really saying is the voters, Mm -hmm. the delegates, they're just an irritation. Right.
3: Right. Well, I like what Jimmy Keston was saying. He was like, do yourselves a favor and just drop out of the race because it's 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 just, you know, I don't think he said the word shameful. But to me, it's shameful. Just drop out. Do yourselves a favor. Just drop out because let these people have their race. Right. Because they need to prepare yeah. for these races, yeah. Well, I agree. Oh boy, well, but, thank but again, you. but again,
5: these are food fights among yeah. honorable people. Right. I, I, again, right. I, I, don't want to.
3: We're not. Just... We're just talking about them as elected officials. That's what we're doing. Yeah. We're, but I, I, we always say that on the show. I mean, they're yeah. probably terrific mothers, grandmothers, whatever they are. But, Absolutely. but as a politician, we're able to talk about what they desirous politician. and that's
5: freedom of freedom of speech and that's what it's all about
3: thank you for exercising that today <laughs> okay, well thanks for having me. this has tim been fun Anderson, and uh, we'll have him back on a few times too before the actual election june 28th and i uh, appreciate all your efforts and what you're willing to do and take time to do this today thank you for that tim
5: this you're has great. been fun thanks. you're
3: great and i'll be right back with the brian artist interview you're not going to want to miss be right back
0: What if I took the bang in my head against the wall? Stage, the Kate Daly show starts now. You guys are probably pretty tired, right? Nothing's riding on this except the uh, First Amendment the Constitution, freedom of the press, and maybe the future of the country.
3: All right, welcome. Hey, show here. And uh, yeah, that was from all the president's men. Uh, so I have the Brian artist interview today and I'm really happy about that. Um, and I hope it answers a lot of questions for you because that's really why I'm here. And uh, I want to know, I want to know about this theory. If you watched the, you know, watch the water documentary, um, you're going to probably be a little more ahead of everybody else in understanding what's going on, but I will play a beginning opener clip. Um, and it's a long clip to him talking about how he started thinking about Snakes about venom, about water supply and about COVID-19 in general. So it's a really interesting clip. And so I'll go ahead and start that or we're going to run out of time. And then, um, I had to pre-tape his interview. So I'm going to play you the interview, um, as we interviewed it and, uh, as the interview went and I'll just keep playing it, um, as we come back from the breaks. I'm live today, but I just want to, and at the end, I want to wrap up some things about, um, uh, what Dr. Fleming said on the Alex Jones show and all also um, snake poisoning, what that does to you, and what Steve Kirsch had to say, so we'll get to all of it today, or we'll try to. Here is the the clip in describing, he actually talks about me, um, he calls me daily, but it's fine, (laughs) he actually talks about me in the documentary about this aha moment of figuring all this out, and so I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, listen to his theory, and uh, we'll go from there. I I think it's worth listening to, I think he makes some really valid points, so here you go, here is Dr. Brian. An artist from Watch the Water documentary with Stu Peters. Here is a clip from that. A couple of clips put together from that. Here we go.
14: January 21st of this year. So just two months ago. Uh, the FDA decided to authorize remdesivir as the only drug to be authorized to be used in all newborns in this country. I can't I cannot even fathom the men or women in charge that would actually do that. And I find that incredibly evil. I have been moved with one singular purpose since May of 2020. When I read Anthony Fauci's memo about remdesivir, I felt this spark inside of me that I now had to go voice to the world a warning to try to protect as many innocent lives as possible from being killed. It all started with a text. There's a medical doctor that I admire and love because he is nonstop from the beginning of COVID, uh, has had the ability to project information and say to people around the world, you do not have to fear COVID. We have an answer. The text read, hey, Dr. Artis, if you got bit by a rattlesnake, would you go to a hospital and get anti-venom? And I realized when I saw him that he must have saw an interview I did on InfoWars. So, Kate Daly did an interview with me and wanted to go over my thoughts of monoclonal antibodies. Well, I had been given some research studies that actually bothered me. I didn't like the idea. Based on the data in these research studies, I didn't think monoclonal antibodies were safe. And I'm thinking, why would he send me that text? It has nothing to do with COVID. Like, zero. Nothing to do with COVID. So, I'm going through this and I'm thinking about the text. And all my brain keeps going to is, why is he mentioning wouldn't I go get antivenom? Is there something about antivenom I don't know? He said, if the CDC says something to do, you do the opposite. If the NIH says to do something, go the opposite. FDA, do the opposite. I'm sitting there realizing that antivenom is monoclonal antibodies and then I immediately revert back to in my own head. Uh, I'm not trusting anything the CDC, NIH, or FDA says. No they also didn't want you from the beginning to touch hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. They also don't want you touching ivermectin. Mm-hmm. They also don't want you touching NAC and yes. acetylcysteine. So the the things they tell you to avoid, we know they're telling you to avoid because they work. So when I realized that the federal health agencies actually were not supporting monoclonal antibodies, I mean it's very in an instant I realized I was wrong. Right. That the CDC, NIH, and the FDA are bad-mouthing monoclonal antibodies for a reason. This actually got way more evil for me since I read that text than even before I read the text. I cannot believe the amount of evil behind this pandemic with what I've realized since then. Is it not a virus? Is it a venom? Like, this is what I want to know. Like is covid a venom and this is why they don't want you using monoclonal antibodies i mean that sounds completely insane as a theory it is completely insane i mean how how would the masses be infected by snake bite so you believe that whatever's being pumped out in the media is being orchestrated and controlled of course like across all of it across all of it okay good. all right so in my head i was like okay How do they keep people on that story? So there's this mass media group who are telling a huge story. They're all telling the same story around the world. Whenever anybody says anything against that narrative, what do they use now to combat that in the mainstream media? Disinformation. Yeah, they call them fact checkers. Yeah, fact checkers, yeah. Fact checking is... The opposite of fact checking. <laughs> By definition, fact checkers are to divert you from truth and take you back to a narrative you're being sold worldwide. Right. If it's true, if it's true that COVID could actually be snake venom. And how I got there was they don't support the use of anti-venom called monoclonal antibodies right. because they work easiest way to figure that out is has that ever been fact checked and i wanted to know was there ever any mention that the source could have been a snake yeah. oh my god i couldn't believe it over and over and over in the media in january and february of 2020 are non-stop publications that the original source could either be from bats snakes or pangolins and every time the snake is mentioned fact checkers one two three four five six constantly fact check it and spin it to the bats there's no fact checking about bats they keep you they keep letting you look at bats in the beginning in january of 2020 the scientists inside of china said this can't be from these bats these bats hibernate and it's the winter when they did genetic sequences from the antibodies in the people who were sick in Wuhan, they found that their genetic sequence was not most like bats. They were most like two snakes. Proteins from the Chinese crate and the king cobra. Then I find out that there's there's an actual doctor who works at the University of Pittsburgh this in May is in- May of 2020. Works in a computational lab dealing with genetic sequencing. And he's been researching for five months, sequencing of spike proteins, trying to solve the mystery of SARS-CoV-2 victims. And he says he's got a big thing to, big press release, they're gonna actually announce all their findings. And Bing Lu is his name.
3: Set back in the quest to understand coronavirus after a researcher is shot and killed. 37-year-old Bing Lu was on the verge of making significant findings on COVID-19.
14: And that's when I freaked out. Also, all of the clippings in the media when they interview his boss, who is still at the University of Pittsburgh. Last name is Bahar. Every time he was interviewed, he said that they were going to publish the work they found through Bing Lou's work in their department. That's never been published. I'd like to know why a year and a half later that's never been published. And then all of a sudden the realization came that uh, this is the great lie. When I say that they have lied to you about everything in relationship to COVID, they've even lied about the viral part of COVID. Now you have to understand here, my entire stance for the last year and a half has been to educate, warn, people about hospital protocols because of a drug called remdesivir so in this realization that this could all be related to venom something bothered me in the january 21st eua that came out from the fda about remdesivir in this 42 page document It actually says there's only one drug that cannot be co-administered with remdesivir at the same time because it negates the antiviral properties of remdesivir, and that drug is hydroxychloroquine. In 2020, January, there's this incredible study that's published where there's been over like a 10-year period where a company has been funding a research study gene mapping all the genes of the venoms and proteins and peptides inside of king cobra venom and in january 2020 they published their findings oh ask me if i was shocked when i saw that it was 19 toxic venom proteins that they isolated that specifically target organs in your body so i go to the funding part of this study who funded this and how many companies it says that uh, the majority of the company's funding and studies funding came from a company called Genentech. Genentech is a subsidiary of a company called Roche. I don't know anything about these companies. I've never even heard of them. The employees of Genentech, who were the authors of the study, said they have a conflict of interest because they share—they actually hold shares and stocks in Roche. And Is there a correlation between Genentech and Gilead? This is not a joke. I typed it on the internet. Oh, my God. Gilead bought two facilities that deal with biological studies from Genentech in 2011 and then brought 55 of their executives into Gilead in 2011, just when that King Cobra study started.
3: Okay. So that gives you kind of a snapshot if you did not see Watch the Water. Now listen to this from January 2020 news clip when there was only this one case in Chicago. Here we go.
9: Just now with more on the coronavirus
13: outbreak. So, Doc, what can you tell us about the case in Chicago and what about other possible infections?
4: So Dave, Illinois health officials confirmed that there is a second case of this coronavirus here in the U.S. The patient is a woman in her 60s, she she visited Wuhan, China back in December and returned home in Chicago on January 13th. She's reported to be in stable condition as... Doctor, we're hearing about this outbreak being linked to snakes, how so? So yeah, Dave, Chinese scientists have analyzed the genetic sequence of the virus and it it really appears that snakes like the Chinese crate and the Chinese cobra may be the source of the deadly coronavirus. They concluded this after identifying that, that the 2019 NCOV was a mix or recombination of two coronaviruses. One was known to infect bats, but the other had origin that was unknown. After considering other animal hosts, scientists concluded that it may have come from snakes. Now, it's rare that coronaviruses jump from animals to people, but it is possible. In fact, Purdue University scientists say that the virus actually is genetically similar to the SARS variant, which you may remember back in 2002 killed over 750 people after hmm. it evolved. So that was
3: humans. January 2020, and they were admitting exactly what Brian Artis is talking about. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show with my interview with Dr. Artis.
7: The Hurricane Valley Easter Car Show is back. Presented by Balance of Nature. Saturday, April 16th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Hurricane City Leisure and Recreation Center. This is the main fundraising event for the Rotary Club of Hurricane. With over 300 car entries, this is the perfect time to come see classic cars from your favorite car brands and experience a variety of local food vendors. Last year's winner for Best Vehicle was the Classic Volkswagen Bus. Come see who takes the prize this year. All proceeds from this family-friendly event go directly to building an All Abilities Park right here in Hurricane. So come show your support. While you're there, don't forget to stop at the Balance of Nature booth to enter the raffle and grab your prizes. See you at the Hurricane Valley Easter Car Show, Saturday, April 16th, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Hurricane City Leisure and Recreation Center on 63 South and
6: 100 West. Bring the whole family and come check out the fun. The amount of clientele we have coming to the gold ore store over the past two years of chaos is absolutely incredible. But that is nothing compared to the first quarter of 2022. Folks, congratulations for finally waking up to the truth about holding physical silver and gold. The demand against supplies of these important and in the case of silver, strategic metal has created some delays in shipping. Do not concern yourself over this as we are still able to take orders. Please do not delay your purchase over this situation as we expect an all-out bull run on precious metals before summer 2022 begins. The price increases will be so abrupt and so powerful that the entire world will come unglued over this issue. Come see us before we can no longer accept your Federal Reserve notes in exchange for our real money, gold and silver. Goldor's Store is the inflation killer. Goldor's Store, 7 North Main Street. Call 435-703-9119.
13: Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. You've heard all about the Purple Mattresses. They're really, and this word gets tossed around a lot, but it fits here. They're revolutionary. The GelFlex grid system offers the perfect combination of sleep-inducing, comfort-enhancing, and pressure-relieving support. And it stays the perfect temperature all night long. The mattresses are amazing. The pillows are amazing. Even the sheets are amazing. And right now, during the Purple Spring Refresh, save up to $700 on the Purple Sleep System. Best mattress. Sleep easy, friends.
10: We have Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic with us today. As you've heard, Wasatch Medical has something cool for you guys. It's a breakthrough in scientifically proven treatment for ED. I've got your attention. Hey, guys, this solution doesn't require any pills. No, you don't have to take any injections. You don't have to go through surgery. Andrew, what can you tell us about this treatment?
9: Well, this treatment really is a game changer because it treats the actual problem, not just the symptoms of erectile dysfunction. It's called acoustic wave therapy, and here's what it does. It delivers very gentle pressure waves through the skin into the blood vessels, causing those blood vessels to widen and expand. You can imagine what that does to life in the bedroom. More blood flow. And we've helped a lot of guys and couples get rid of the erectile dysfunction without the use of pills.
10: Hmm. That sounds very interesting. Now, are you seeing good results with these treatments now?
9: We really are. Men tell us how the results are powerful. The treatments are easy and pain free. They don't have to rely on the pill. And then the true end result is the relationship improves and couples draw closer together.
10: And I would imagine smiles on their faces. All right. Andrew, do you have a special offer just for our listeners for right now? What is that?
9: We do. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED and regain your love life, call us now. The exam, assessment, even the blood flow ultrasound with our doctor is free and the gift that I think you'll love it produces immediate results in the bedroom worth hundreds of dollars it's totally no charge
10: okay guys this is the day this is the time that you pick up the phone that's right call right now for that free exam four three five nine two two seven thousand four three five nine two two seven thousand if you have to pull over and write it down do so right now here it is again four three five. 922 7000. Talk lines are open now.
0: Call 888 673 1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Out of that tail it's fear. I smell. I think
9: you're shaking out of fright.
5: Rattle snake, copperhead, either one
2: of them, keep date. We stay home, they get And Don't pass play. Lie by lie.
5: They just run for
11: tongues, and the whole world's mind.
5: Eric wow.
3: Church, interesting song interesting lyrics and the whole world's burning down uh so welcome back to the show my interview with dr brian artis and uh let me play the first segment of this we had to pre-tape because of time constraints uh and uh and so we did that last night and so let me play this uh we i'm going to jump right into the interview we had just said hello 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 (laughs) i skipped that and here we go with this by the way get over to mypillow.com and help the show OK, I we need to stay on the air and we need you. And when you get to order wonderful products at MyPillow.com forward or Kate, I think you can do forward slash Kate or the name Kate then you're getting these amazing products for helping the show. I mean, I can't think of a better win-win for you. So, these guys, the the sheets are amazing. You can get 73% off on them right now and the towels and the slippers and they make great Mother's Day gifts and then you can help Truth and Radio. So, here is Dr. Brian Artis. I'm with uh, with our interview. Here we go. So, he's we're going to launch right in.
14: Uh, I about 6 months ago, actually well, I actually started talking about it on stages and in, in my media interviews. I was like isn't it weird that the CDC, who we don't trust, like we don't trust the CDC or the FDA and the NIH? Isn't it weird that the CDC on the CDC.gov's website on their data COVID data tracker site, there's this tab on the left that says wastewater surveillance.
3: I that said, is weird. I thought it was I, I thought it was something that was like a um, we're going to come up with something that sounds, you know, nutty. As a diversion, but you actually think it's something completely. There's a reason for it.
14: Oh yeah, I, I don't trust the CDC, and I haven't trusted them around this whole thing. Why do I trust that since January of 2020 they said they've been testing our city water in 400 locations in 37 cities since the beginning of January of 2020? Right, but they didn't tell anyone at all what they were doing until September of 2020 and they haven't divulged what they were doing. Like, I'd like to know what they were doing. Why are you hiding it? To me, that's weird. It's weird. It's also weird that three weeks ago, the Walensky of the CDC said they're increasing their wastewater surveillance testing sites for SARS-CoV-2 in the water from 400 sites to 647 right now around America. And for me, For me, I don't trust the CDC. I'm like, what are you doing with the water? I can't even trust you're recommending healthy vaccines to children. I can't believe you're supporting the FDA giving these experimental shots to 5- to 11-year-olds, 11- to 18-year-olds, and now you're considering possibly backing the FDA on giving it to newborns and 4-year-olds. If I don't trust you with these shots, why would I trust you messing with my water and not tell me what you're doing? Now, I will speak to this. It was just me saying Mm -hmm. that... I don't trust that they're doing stuff with the water. They said and have said this whole time. And so has now governments around the world as we have learned. Okay. They all have been using wastewater testing, PCR testing your water as a predictor for outbreaks in your town. Doesn't that sound fishy to you? It does sound weird. I'm like, I'm like, what? Okay. I thought, let me just back up here. If I'm wrong about the water, Mm -hmm. let's just say i might be wrong about the water i've been wrong about stuff before i'll admit if i'm wrong okay but i have to tell you something they already know it's in the water that's where they're looking (laughs) i mean they're pcr testing that's true you're telling you it's there so it's in the water you can't get away from it it's in the water okay Now, Kate, have you ever heard of research studies where they say that people who take pharmaceutical drugs and swallow them Mm -hmm. And then they poop and pee it out in their toilets that it ends up in wastewater and then ends up in the tap water of the city. Have you ever heard these stories? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who's to say, even if it is in the water that it's actually not circulating back to the tap water and you're drinking it. They're not filtering out drugs. How do you know they're filtering out SARS-CoV-2? They haven't said they're doing that. There's no reports that they're doing all this testing to get it out of the water. So I have a problem with this whole scenario. (laughs) They're using it solely as a predictor for a respiratory virus. Do you follow me? Mm-hmm. They're looking at water for something they're saying is a respiratory virus. that's going to be an outbreak soon. That is weird to me, people. That is weird. weird.
3: Okay. I, tell don't
14: like it. It. I don't like it. And every government's been doing it the whole time, but not telling anybody that's yeah, weird.
3: That is, that is so, strange.
14: Okay. It's that, just strange to me. So I actually happened to tell Stu, I think whatever the delivery system is of the thing we're about to talk about, I said, he, go, he asked me privately, he goes, well, how do you think they're actually weaponizing this stuff to get it to us? And I right. said, uh, I don't, trust that they're messing with the water i think they can target us through the water now just so you know they have been putting poison in your water for years they put fluoride yeah. in your neurotoxin at sublethal doses that is true how do you know you are not getting sick from something in the water i don't know they've been doing it for years i've never trusted fluoride in the water and they're putting it in there why can i not trust that they're doing stuff with the water now right that's okay i don't trust it okay so so that's number one okay Number two, I got a text from a wonderful doctor who I can now tell you his name because he told me it was okay after he saw the documentary and loved it and said he believes me and he supports me. Mm-hmm. Dr. Richard Bartlett is the one that sent oh, yeah. me that text that said, Dr. Artis, if you got bit by a rattlesnake, would you go to a hospital and get antivenom? Okay. And this started the whole thing on December 1st. I I got a text and it bothered me. Richard Bartlett sent me something that appeared unrelated to COVID and we've been talking about COVID and saving lives for right. the last two years. right. So this seemed very random. So I actually went to look up what is antivenom that he knows that I don't know, only to find out that it was monoclonal antibodies. And Kate Daly, Mm -hmm. do you know this is a whole God thing? What do you mean? It's a whole God thing, and you're included. Richard Bartlett sent me that text because he was getting wind of an interview you and I did on monoclonal antibodies. That's right. I was talking that I didn't like monoclonal antibodies and I don't trust it. This yeah. was on InfoWars with you. Right, right, right. Okay. So he starts getting these texts from people saying Dr. Artis is badmouthing monoclonal antibodies on InfoWars. So Dr. Bartlett sent me a text because he knew if I read that text, I'd go like this. Of course I'd go get antivenom. Why are you asking me that? It's yeah, weird.
3: It's a weird question.
14: So then I had to go look at what antivenom is only to find out antivenom is made from monoclonal antibodies. He wanted me to put the thought together right. that I would, in a situation, in a life-saving situation, trust monoclonal antibodies like he's been saving lives with monoclonal antibodies. And I was like, mm. oh, I didn't know that. Oops, I was wrong. Okay, okay I was wrong. Okay, I would, trust, I would trust monoclonal antibodies if I got bit by a snake. Wait so, a minute. Okay. Why? My next thought was, why in the world does monoclonal antibodies, if it's antivenom, why does it work against covid I thought COVID was a virus. Yeah. Why does it work there? And then why is the CDC, FDA and NIH now banning all people being able to use it?
3: Okay. Because so it wasn't it a worked. metaphor. It was a something that has to do with snakes is what he yeah, said. Okay.
14: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, by myself, him not knowing I was doing this in my brain, it was why would monoclonal antibodies, which is antivenom or can be used as antivenom working against a virus called COVID-19? Why? That doesn't make any sense to me. So, my brain went just like this, and I believe God made me come on your show to make Richard Bartlett send me a text mm-hmm. to make me real and go look at him in a different way. And, oh, my God, that different way changed my whole reality of SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19 as a whole. So the Monoclonal antibodies are not recommended by the FDA or the NIH or the CDC, and they've banned them from all 50 states right now, all of them, and they were life-saving for COVID-19 patients. What I figured out was uh, I need to look at monoclonal a original source may be mentioned that the source of SARS-CoV-2 could have come from snakes or snake venom. I didn't know. I'd never heard this before. All I've heard was bats and uh, seafood market in Wuhan, right? It's all function lab testing. And I couldn't believe it. Within five minutes, I was online going, uh, original sources of uh, SARS-CoV-2 in the media. And January, February, March Uh of of 2020, CNN was even reporting You're that right that that snakes could have been the origin or were the origin of the Wuhan virus, and I never heard this. Chinese crate snakes and cobra snakes, and I was like, what? And there was one article after another, even medical journals were reporting that snakes or pegolins are the source. And scientists were looking into it. Well, I found the study they were all referencing, only to find out that the actual study said. That the codon usage bias, which represents the origin of the genes from which species, actually was snakes, okay. not that. So I was like, wait a minute. I have never heard this in my life the last two years. Nothing related to snakes. And so I started wondering. And this is what I did. Okay. I wanted to know everything the CDC, FDA, and NIH are saying you cannot use for COVID. Hydroxychloroquine? zinc ivermectin corticosteroids only in little bitty amounts and then zinc and vitamin c and vitamin d that they're punishing people for i wanted to know do every single one of those things they say to not use do they have research backing proof that it inhibits or blocks the poisonous effects of snake venom poisoning in people Hmm. Every single one of them they've known since 1993, including hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine, block and inhibit the destructive, deadly causing side effects of snake venom. And I was like...
3: That is so weird i mean it it is it's strange it's strange because when you start to google this you realize how many articles came out like you said moderna was already in this and they've only produced one vaccine the vaccine so um so that's their sole reason for being and they had all those snake testing things going on it is weird okay so the audio is being weird and i don't know why because i'm not cutting the audio at all but it sounds cut it's just not but anyway i'm going to continue on here you go So when people are trying to wrap their brain around this, uh, like the Dr. David Martin camp and John Rappaport that say COVID is just a, a label of 98 symptoms with conveniently the 98th being, you don't know you have it. And so if it's a label, is this saying that this is something that it's still a label that they connect to everything, even having a car crash, but at the same time, they have something going on simultaneously that's targeted with poison
14: Oh, yeah, that's what they're doing. There's not, okay. there's not a doubt in my mind that the COVID variants are going to be another weaponized snake venom. This is what they're going to do. Now, just so you know, I know it sounds weird to think that they're, like, milking snakes and making poisons. That's not what they're <laughs> right. doing. They're not doing that. Is it- They've, they have known how to synthetically make snake venom poisons and toxins in labs and mass manufacture them that's without what I was snakes ask snakes 1989. Because yeah, people's first
3: question is, how do they have that many snakes? Well, it's it's synthesized, like a powder form, right? And there's other things like this that are powder form that right. they can put that's into like, something. It's
14: like going like this. And and I, this is kind of like breaking down the wall for everybody. You have to understand, it's so shocking to the world that I brought this out like in one day. <laughs> right. I I have been looking at this stuff every hour and minute of every day for four months straight. So when I bring all this information out, it's super shocking. Right. Every day was shocking to me, like what all of you are experiencing every day. I'm not kidding. Every yeah. day was like that. I was like, holy crap. Honey, look at this. <laughs> Honey, look at this. And then it's like mind blowing oh, to was us. mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. It was mind blowing. But you're passed out like
3: three months ago. You're like, it was mind blowing to me three months ago. Catch up. Right, right.
14: So, so there's been a mighty pushback actually, even on my end. I just told you before getting on this call, there's like 10 people on there that I know and trust and love, and yeah. some people I don't know. And they're all chewing me out, angry at me about my claims. And I and, just sit there and listened. But they all claim <laughs> that it was because of my credibility they're worried about. But, and I said, if this call has really been about worrying about my credibility, Right. Thank you very much. I love you all. Goodbye. Yeah, no, don't no. about it.
3: Okay, no, we're no. gonna come right back there. Um, when we come back, I gotta go. I gotta go to a break. But yeah, he had he was on a call right before we went on, and uh, they were they were upset, and there were a lot of people right now just really taking him to task. Even though this has only been out for a few days, so how has anybody done research on it? To to say that they're negating it. Uh, that that kind of surprised me, um, because I want to definitely flush this out before I make an opinion. Be right back with the rest of my Dr. Brian Artist in, uh, interview. Be right back.
15: Hi guys, it's not Andrew, it's James at Garage Doors Only. We aren't here to talk about ED, but we will promise that your garage door will go up on demand and down when you are done using it. No need to go to the hospital if it won't go down. Just call us and we'll fix the problem. At Garage Doors Only, we have technology that's proven to provide instant results in your garage. Find out for yourself why Garage Doors Only has been in business for over 22 years and has been voted the best of Southern Utah three years in a row garage doors only where garage doors is all we do
6: am i too late did i miss the window these kinds of questions come at me every week for many different people in all sorts of life situations hi folks greg here from gold store the quick and precise answer to these kinds of questions is an abrupt no the window is still wide open and ready to accept all who realize that the banks and government are not going to save or protect you from the death of the once mighty dollar it's time to boldly take a stand for yourself and your family by investing in physical silver and gold. Inflation Killer is here to the rescue. Gold Ore Store, voted Best of Southern Utah. Award winning service and support in troubled times. 435 703 That's 435 703 Gold Ore Store now provides platinum prestige, highly secure private support at our new appointment only location. Call 435 703 for details. What if I told you the next 53 seconds could change your life? I know it sounds
8: dramatic, but it's true. And while this ad might not be for everyone, if what I'm about to describe sounds familiar, you need to call us today. Let me get to the point. You've heard all the medical terms or nicknames, but ED is real. In fact, most of the people we work with deal with depression unsatisfied relationships, an unhappy spouse, and even confidence issues. People think it's just about the bedroom. But if you're struggling with ED, you know it's far more. At Prolong Medical Center, our treatment plans have an 85% success rate. Yes, 85%. If privacy is keeping you from picking up the phone, we get it. This is why we have a discreet entrance and spread appointments out. Worried about price? Don't stress. Treatment is affordable and transparent. Your case is not hopeless. This can change your life. Prolong Medical Center in St. George. Online at ProlongMedicalCenter.com.
0: Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on The Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open. At 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net.
10: We've got Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic with us today. And Wasatch Medical has a breakthrough, and it's a scientifically proven treatment for ED. You know what that is, and you know you got to get it taken care of. Now, guys, what's so very interesting, the solution for you doesn't require any pills, no injections, no surgery. And that's a relief. Andrew, please tell us more about this treatment.
9: Well, that's right, guys. Welcome to the future. We have a technology. It's not a pill. Thank goodness. Wasatch Medical in St. George uses the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy. We are now approaching 60 clinical studies saying this opens up and regrows blood vessels, healthier blood vessels. That's a great thing for life in the bedroom. More blood flow without the use of chemicals.
10: Wow. That's uh, that's pretty amazing. Uh, what kind of results are you seeing with these treatments now?
9: Well, we have heard men tell us how they get off of the pill completely. The relationship improves. They draw closer to their significant other. Intimacy comes back. And I believe this even impacts overall happiness.
10: Okay. And it's working for guys of all ages, too. Now, I understand that you've got a special offer just for our listeners. Is that true?
9: we do call us now we'll set you up with our doctor free the exam assessment blood flow ultrasound you don't even have to do treatments just come in and take the free you'll also get a gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom it's all no charge
10: okay guys quit putting it off Pick up the phone right now. I said, pick up that phone right now. If you need to pull over for, uh, to write down this number, do that. Here's the number for that free exam. It's 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. going to tell you one more time. That's 435 922 talk lines are open now
0: call 888-673-1450 this
9: is the Kate Daly show be twice as tough fear will be our game rattlesnake said to the copperhead you know we were the original sin and I bet you my rattle against your copper the bitch takes the apple
3: again sorry about that weird lyric anyway Um, welcome back to the Kate Daly show and uh I um, want to just let you know, Balance of Nature, balanceofnature.com. Go there and get that food supplement. It really is needed right now. Our, our nutrition is just so bad in America right now, and our food supply is so terrible. you got to get over to Balance of Nature and make up the difference. And uh, you can even just try it out, see how you feel on it. I mean, you're going to feel amazing. been about a week and a half. Um, it's a food supplement you take every day, and it's fruits and veggies, 31 of them, and you'll love it. You'll love it. And there's an apple fiber drink that goes along with it, and it's just amazing. Um, It really does. It lowers cholesterol. It helps with weight loss. It helps with cravings, everything. Balanceofnature.com, but you have to put the code Kate in. Kate, it's always my first name, K-A-T-E, and then you're going to get 35% off in free shipping. Here is a continuation of my interview with Dr. Brian Artis last night. Here we go.
13: Now,
14: now, now, number two, I just want you to know, I know it's weird to think about venom
3: like uh-huh.
14: going into your body right. from a snake. Right, right. Do you know, like, and how, and how to think about, is there really that many snakes to make that much poison? Okay. Raise your hand if you're in the audience right now watching. Raise mm-hmm. your hand if you know somebody who's on high blood pressure drugs. Right. And if you know you're on a high blood pressure drug called lisinopril, which is like one of the most prescribed high blood pressure drugs in the mm-hmm. world. It's made from snake venom, and you're all swallowing it every day. So how can snake venom get through your bowel and get into your bloodstream and then have an effect on your body? Merck's been shoving it down your throat for years, decades, actually, and millions of prescriptions of snake venom, synthetic snake venom, Mm -hmm. you're swallowing every day. It was the original ACE inhibitor they found from snake venom. So just so you know, they make a lot of snake venom, synthetically to make drugs in fact i can tell you seven drugs right now that we take orally for cancer that are patented isolated snake venom peptides only that's all they are so it's it's a weird concept i did not know any of this before month four months ago it's like right. this whole world of oh my god is all a pharmaceutical snake venom. this is crazy it almost comes out like that. It's pretty nuts.
3: Okay, I have questions for you. And the audience was adamant about asking you questions. And I'm hoping people saw Watch the Water documentary before they're listening to this or watching this so they can understand where we're all coming from to fill in the details. Because there's a Christian aspect to this. I mean, the audacity. I think one of the things I've learned over the 10 years is that we underestimate Satan. We totally underestimate Satan. And the fact of using the serpent in this is a very, people that are Christian are going to understand where we're going with that because of the audacity to use that as a poison, if you will. So here's some questions for you, Doctor Artist, from the audience after viewing this. Okay, watch the water. Um, so we've uh, so uh, this this person is curious that. To the, to the COVID-19 tests, okay, really do give false positive, which we know they do, right? So we've speculated over the last two years, if liquids, including tap water, are tested and there's a positive result, then there could quite possibly legitimize that the test had be tainted, resulting in a source of outbreak.
14: That's a great question. Let me answer it quickly. Okay. One of the things I've learned in the last four months, PCR tests over the last two years I've known are crappy for right. identifying viruses and diagnosing viral infections that's just true all the scientists agree that pcr tests are irrelevant for diagnosing viruses yeah but You're guess sure. what instrument is very good mm-hmm. and has been used for decades to amplify and find genetics of snake venom in all the research studies the last 30 years well, pcr testing really yeah okay much-
3: in the covid test Right? Because there's no sequence. I've
14: actually come full circle to go like this. Oh, the PCR tests don't work. They're just crappy. They don't look for any viruses, too. Oh, my God. They actually do work in snake venom. That's interesting. What if they're using the PCR test because they know it finds snake venom protein and Mm. peptides that they've been using for 30 years in research studies? And I used, just so you know, before you think I'm making it up, you can watch three chapters, one hour chapters. And in the third one, Mm -hmm. I go through. All the documentation supporting uh, PCR testing with snake venom, mRNA from snake venom, they've been wrapping in nanoparticle hydrogel, putting these magnetic beads called DynaBeads to make them magnetic, which explains the magnetic stuff. Doing that test in those research studies from 2009 are the same two people that are credited with creating the mRNA vaccines right now.
3: That's interesting. Drew
14: Weissman and Catalin Carrico at the University of Pennsylvania. Okay, They're that's the ones that are doing that research.
3: that's interesting. Okay, and here's another question for you that I keep getting: to have a global water supply thing, you'd have to have a lot of people in on that. It would be very difficult to do something very global. Are we talking United States because we're the ones with all the cases? Are you are most of the cases? Are you talking about United States tampering of water supply with this? Or are you talking global?
14: Um, I. Was only paying attention to the CDC's water tracker for America, and I just don't trust the CDC, since the Stu Peters thing came out, <laughs> I cannot tell you how many people around the world are, like, sending me articles going, oh, they're doing it here in the U.K. Holy really? crap, they're doing it in Wales. Oh, my God, they're doing it in France. Okay, that's weird. Oh, my God, they've been doing it the whole time. And the truth is, I just have to say it, I think it's in the water. Now y'all can go okay. prove it if you want to. Yeah. I just, it's an interesting in the water, theory. Just just so you know all of the outbreaks in your city if they're watching the water. Right. Why don't you? Like why don't you?
3: Right you don't know, we? Like, yeah. I mean you're bringing there. up good questions. Really? Geez. Yeah, just a
14: question.
3: Okay, so here's another one. Is it possible as a result of gain-of-function weaponization process, synthetic snake venom was cleaved into the spike protein of a coronavirus resulting in this new virus, which we know negotiated with Dr. Fauci in the Department of Defense?
14: 100%, yes. I believe it's synthetic venom peptides okay. from the Chinese Crate and King Cobra, and they put it on a virus, or they just put it in your water. That's what, either way, that is what they're doing.
3: If snake venom was cleaved into a coronavirus to result in what appears to be venom poisoning. Could there also be other poisons and toxins added as well with it, resulting in different symptoms for different people?
14: Absolutely. In fact, the specific peptides from snake and snail venoms specifically target organs that are inflamed or diseased. So this is why diabetic, those peptides from this gain of function or in the water, wherever it is, this venom weapon protein it kills the pancreas, it kills the heart, it kills the brain, it attacks those organs. So, Remember, snakes make venom specific mm-hmm. and then they inject it into you, and then all these nineteen specific organ targeting venoms start destroying organs and the ones that are diseased are hit, hit the worst and okay. have a hard time recovery.
3: Okay. So is it in the shots? It's in it's in the shots, it's in the remdes remdesivir, it's in the shots, it's in the um so it, it is. It is it in those things, or is it only – what is your What is your take on the shots in remdesivir, why those things are so important to them?
14: Yeah, so remdesivir, uh-huh. uh, I actually put together the argument you that did. remdesivir from Gilead Sciences could be cobra toxin venom. Right. Uh, like just straight cobra venom. I am actually convinced that's what it is. It might just be a few – Cardiotoxins right. that are found in cobra venom in it but i'm i am sold on after all the research that i've done that mm. snake venom is in is actually what remdesivir is in fact if you read the description from the fda it wow. reads exactly like how cobra venom is mailed to people who make anti-venom the description is okay. the same lyophilized powder white to yellowish tint. Okay. Mixed in dilu- distilled water or sodium chloride and then injected. It. It's identical to Cobra venom. So
3: when you're saying poisoning, we're really meaning poisoning.
14: I actually believe as insane as it sounds, it's either just super toxic toxic, and mimics exactly what Cobra venom does, or it is Cobra venom. Like it is. It's one um, of the two.
2: Okay. And then
14: looking at the mRNA shots. Yes. I'll get into the mRNA shots if you'd like in a little bit.
3: Here's the rest of it. Here we go. I mean, it goes on to the next hour or two. Here we go. Okay. And then um, I've heard you say this is not a virus. And Dr. Jones interview claimed that you had COVID, that you say COVID is not a virus, but it is a snake venom. His rebuttal to your discovery claimed that snake venom could not spread like a virus. Is it possible that you misspoke? And what are we dealing with is a virus that to snake venoms and possibly other poisons?
14: That is a great question. On the Alex Jones show today, right before Richard Fleming went on there, I said it could be weaponized tied to a virus through gain of function testing. It could be just yeah. peptides they're just poisoning you with right. and you're gonna have the same reaction. It's either one of the two. The main message is there is hope because if you look, every side effect and symptom, COVID mm-hmm. and every single side effect of the shots. If you look at venom, they all do every single side effect and symptom, all of COVID infection, all of the mRNA shots that you see, all of the shedding, all mm-hmm. of it can be directly linked to the effects of venom. So okay. the, the whole thing is, is I don't really care if people look looking at water. It doesn't matter if you think, I don't think it's, on a, it's a virus. They're just yeah. poisoning you. They look for venom, and you know what to treat every time, and it doesn't have to be scary no matter what the next variant is, no matter what they try to sell you on with mm-hmm. the mRNA vaccines. Okay. You better be careful. It's all weaponized venom. That's so, the whole message.
3: So in the water supply, so if they were going to do this, wouldn't people notice that worked in the in the treatment plants and stuff? Could they be doing it under the guise of this hood? or sure. Okay, just wondering cuz I'm thinking how could you keep all those people quiet?
14: Yeah. I mean, they're mm-hmm. dumping chlorine in there and they're dumping fluoride in there. What if they just switched out the barrels? I have no you idea. You never know. I'm just yeah. thinking hypothetically, you don't know. They're already putting stuff in your water. Okay. What if, all right. What if they're just contracting people and not being honest about what the virus
3: clearly spreads from human to human, regardless who drinks city water. Do you, how do you explain people using private well water or bottled water, or all those things that also became sick with COVID?
14: Yeah, that's a great question. So. I've already said this like before. I know. I might be totally wrong about the water. The yeah. whole thing is look for venom. That's the I promise you it's the weapon. Yeah. It is the weapon in the vaccine. It is the weapon they're using to make you sick. And if they put it on a virus and they mm-hmm. spread it in there, that's miraculous. If okay. they put it in the water, crazy. Okay. But they're looking in the water right. for the weapon that people are getting sick with all the time. Like- yeah. I mean, predicting outbreaks. What the I'm weird. open
3: to everything because there's lots of moving parts and pieces that people do need to consider. I think this is great. Oh, and oh, I think this oh, is what critical thinking is.
14: And I do need to say the majority of people I talk to who have never gotten COVID. they actually.
3: Oh, that's interesting. And,
14: and there are a few, but they go out to restaurants and sure. they get ice and they sure. get oh, the bat lady from Wuhan. Mm-hmm. When she testified before the Senate, I learned two weeks ago for the first time ever. Right? Her security detail met with me. When they took her to Washington, D.C., and they asked me, how do you think they're weaponizing this thing you're suggesting? Because right. I was looking for security. right? And they said water. And he goes, oh, my gosh, this is the only the second time I've ever heard that. He was security detail for the Bat Lady in their Senate hearings in D.C. when she was talking about the gain-of-function testing in Wuhan. Mm-hmm. They asked her, have you guys ever any other gain-of-function testing and then released it into communities? And she said, we have done that for years. We create a weapon for their gain-of-function testing, and then we go take it to communities, and then we offer anecdotes to see if it works, and we don't tell the communities. And this is no joke. The Senate said, how did you deliver the weapon? And they said, she goes, freeze it, chop it up into ice, and then we deliver it to the community, and they drink it.
3: <laughs> wow. Hmm, um, here's another one. <laughs> if the venoms were cleaved into the spike protein and the messenger RNA injection uses the spike protein as a method to get out bodies to react and build an immunity, are people receiving the mRNA vaccines that are not real vaccines getting a dose of the venom poison? Does that explain why some people who are injured from the vaccine suffer similar symptoms as COVID while the effects of the venom that was cleaved into the virus?
14: Yes, very good explanation. Okay. Exclamation. Very good. Yeah. Okay.
3: And then simply put, what is the best, most effective way to counter snake venom poisoning and differ, does any of it differ from the most effective treatments for the disease they call COVID-19?
14: That's yeah, great. Okay. So I already mentioned here that I went through every, he has been telling doctors you can't use, even suing them saying you can't say those nutritional products work right. And the reason why I say it is because they help inhibit and block the negative effects of what you might want to call SARS-CoV-2 or what I'm now going to call weaponized venom. Okay, here we go. Vitamin C Mm -hmm. in your dream has an inverse relationship to mortality and death from the enzyme found in snake venom that was originally found in king cobra venom that's actually been found in every single COVID-19 patient who's been treated in hospitals and has died. If your vitamin C load is high, these people don't die,
2: Mm -hmm.
14: from COVID from this peptide also found or this enzyme also found in snake venom that they also say is a marker for SARS-CoV-2. And if vitamin C levels are low, these are the people that actually have the highest risk of hospitalization and death. And they made these observations that men overall are struggling with COVID 19, which I'm going to call venomation and venomation. They struggle with COVID 19 because men overall in general have lower amounts of vitamin C than women do naturally. So vitamin C is inhibitory to the snake venom peptide called phospholipase A2, PLA2. Okay. It's also what they say is a marker if you take a blood sample to find SARS-CoV-2 in a patient. Vitamin C is inhibitory, NAC is inhibitory, so is glutathione, and so is zinc, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide, and all corticosteroids.
3: Okay. Okay, I'll be right hmm. back. Interesting, right? Yeah. He's answering a lot of the questions you guys mailed in, and I uh, really appreciate that emailed in. Be right back with the rest of my Dr. Brian Artist interview. So intriguing. Watch the documentary. Watch the water. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show Friday show. Hi, guys.
0: It starts now.
9: Now with more on the coronavirus outbreak. So, Doc, what can you tell us about the case in Chicago and what about other possible infections?
4: So, Dave, Illinois health officials confirmed that there is a second case of this coronavirus here in the U.S.
9: And, Doctor, we're hearing about this outbreak being linked to snakes. How so?
4: So, yeah, Dave, uh, Chinese scientists have analyzed the genetic sequence of the virus, and it, and it really appears that snakes like the Chinese crate and the Chinese cobra may be the source of the deadly coronavirus. They concluded this after identifying that, that the 2019 NCOV was a mix or recombination of two coronaviruses. One was known to infect bats, but the other had origin that was unknown. After considering other animal hosts, scientists concluded that it may have come from snakes. Back from uh,
3: January of 2020, January 24th, 2020, over two years ago. Uh, So, is it that far-fetched? Nope. Um, In fact, uh, even uh, looking at this, there are so many articles on this and so many studies on this, and it's in so many medications. uh, Venom. Um, that uh, snake venom that it's hard to ignore. And so my interview with Dr. Brian Artis continues. And I just wanted to give you this little kind of uh, snippet because I've been playing the interview for the last hour. So if you're just joining us, you're joining us on the tail end of the interview. Um, but I just wanted to mention um, they did a study in Sri Lanka of 816 participants who were identified as snake bite victims. And these were the things that they um, said were long-term health complications. Migraine-like syndromes, photosensitivity to light, local swelling, muscle weakness, deformities. um, Let's see: visual impairment, acute kidney injury, skin blisters, uh, psychological distress, um, hemiplegia, right uh, side uh, facial nerve palsy. Um, And, of course, uh, generalized shivering, uh, chronic non-healing ulcers, and, interestingly enough, um, abdominal colic, chest tightness, wheezing, receding guns, excessive hair loss, and um, body aches. So... Um, I just wanted to kind of let you know that, that there's a lot of information on this and worthy of a look-see, right, at the very best. We need to be doing some research on this, and this is Brian Artis' new theory from Watch the Water documentary. If you haven't seen that, it's on Rumble, and you can go check that out, and um, I really want you to, because I think it's definitely worthy of a uh, of a, of, of, of interest, is it not? So, okay, so let's go back into the interview with Dr. Brian Artis. I'll continue you From where we left off in the last hour, here we go. Okay. Hmm. Okay. You know, leg- they
14: tell you not to do. Yeah, that's true. It.
3: By the way, Legionnaires was targeted through water, wasn't it?
14: Back it in was, the day. Legionnaires. That's really cool. Legionnaires was actually named after a hotel. Yeah. And the Legionnaires disease was supposedly a fungus of mold in the air ducts, and they were breathing it in in the hotel.
3: Hmm, okay. A lot of people thought it might be from water. That's weird. Okay. And I don't know. Um, Yeah, who knows? I mean, I know it was targeted. That was kind of strange. Um, oh, yes, it was. Hmm, okay. Um, how does fluorosilic acid get into the water on a global scale? It's in powder form, <laughs>
14: <laughs> it comes in powder. It comes in powder. Synthetic like venom is powder.
3: Like- too. synthetic like venom
14: Okay. venom does yeah it's pretty wild right
3: okay and so could it so be on a
14: global on a global scale they've been fluoridating your water for years like trying to do it globally all around the country yeah they can make fluoride mm-hmm. in factories they can make venom in factories they've been doing it for 40 years now
3: <laughs> true it's not it's not brand new I think that's it's a huge looking. message it's not
14: a new weapon it just looks new
3: okay how did the Catholic Church come into this for you? Um, That was another question.
14: That's great. So I actually started getting asked about a year ago in long interviews that, Mm -hmm. you know, Dr. Artis, who do you think's really behind all this? And I I went like this, to be honest with you, this is on a Pete Santilli show. It's the first time I ever said anything. I said, it's really funny that you asked me. I said, "Uh, I really actually believe that the Roman Catholic Church is behind this whole pandemic. In fact, I think they're behind more than just the pandemic. It's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. All roads lead to Rome. And I've been looking at these papacy doctrines from 1857 that says in order for the Roman Catholic Church to be a one world religion and accomplish overtaking all countries and getting rid of Protestantism and the freedom of religion in America, Mm -hmm. we have to destroy, they said in 1857, we have to destroy the Constitution of the United States. It provides religious freedom. If we can destroy them from within through politics, through the order of the Jesuits, they said we can destroy from within the constitution of the United States and eventually have a one world religion takeover where the Pope can be the one world leader. And it's very interesting to me when I read these things, I was like, that's so weird. Let me go see if there's any Jesuit connections to the people that are in charge of the pandemic here. Right. Like is is Anthony Fauci a Jesuit? Y'all go look it up. He's actually said 10 times in the media I found in the last 40 years when people ask him, where do you credit your success as a, a public servant? This is exactly what he says. I give all my credit to my theology of the Jesuits. That's what he says. Wow. He was that was bold. went to school. Yeah, it's pretty bold. He went to private school. That was Jesuit. Mm-hmm. He graduated from a Jesuit university. And then Joe Biden went to the oldest Jesuit university in America called Fordham University. And then Donald Trump happened to go to the same one. He went to Fordham University, too, and then transferred from there to the University of Pennsylvania, which is actually where these MRNA shots were made, which is weird. And that then uh, and then Francis Collins, who's Anthony Fauci's boss, he was about the only one I couldn't find, had a Jesuit connection. But in 2014, the Pope, Pope Francis, flew Anthony Fauci's boss to Rome mm-hmm. and then appointed him a chairman over the Papacy Science Academy for the whole world. Now, the Pope has said the whole time, wow. vaccines are our friends. What the world needs more is more vaccines. You should see these as your friends. We should reduce the military funding for all countries. We should reduce military personnel. People always ask me, like, why would Joe Biden do this? Why would Donald Trump do this? Why right. would about you? I'm like, look, they're just quoting what the Pope says. Just listen to the Pope. He's, he's <laughs> orchestrating the whole thing. This is me. And could you imagine? They hate Protestants, by yeah. the way. They hate Protestantism. Interesting. That was the, that was the Reformation. They want to destroy Protestantism and mock you, I believe, mm-hmm. and use the symbol of evil in right. all of Christendom, the serpent. That's it's what so, I believe.
3: Okay, so um, this is was pre taped last night, and some of the audio is funky. I'm not doing anything to the audio, but it's a little jumpy, and I don't know why. But I wanted to play this answer for you one more time before the break, because I, th- I this was the last clip I played in the last hour, but this is a clip, a snippet from it, because it was really important what he said. Here we go.
14: Yes. Very good explanation. Okay. Exclamation. Very good. Yeah.
3: Okay. And then simply put, what is the best, most effective way to counter snake venom poisoning and differ, does any of it differ from the most effective treatments for the disease they call COVID-19?
14: That's yeah, great. Okay. So I already mentioned here that I went through, every. C has been telling doctors you can't use, even suing them saying you can't say those nutritional products work. Right. And the reason why I say it is because they help inhibit and block the negative effects of what you might want to call SARS-CoV-2 or what I'm now going to call weaponized venom. Okay, here we go. Vitamin C Mm -hmm. in your dream has an inverse relationship to mortality and death from the enzyme found in snake venom that was originally found in king cobra venom that's actually been found in every single COVID-19 patient who's been treated in hospitals and has died. If your vitamin C load is high, these people don't die Mm -hmm. from COVID from this peptide also found or this enzyme also found in snake venom that they also say is a marker for SARS-CoV-2. And if vitamin C levels are low, these are the people that actually have the highest risk of hospitalization and death. And they made these observations that men overall are struggling with COVID-19, which I'm going to call venomation and venomation. They struggle with COVID-19 because men overall in general have lower amounts of vitamin C than women do naturally. So vitamin C is inhibitory to the snake venom peptide called phospholipase A2, PLA2. Okay. It's also what they say is a marker if you take a blood sample to find SARS-CoV-2 in a patient. Vitamin C is inhibitory. NAC is inhibitory. So is glutathione. And so is zinc, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide, and all corticosteroids.
3: Interesting, right? Okay. So... The interview goes on, and um, and I, I am so sorry. It's, it seems to be jumpy, and I'm not quite sure why. By the way, Legionnaires targeted Legionnaires um, was breathing in small droplets of water in the air that contain bacteria, um, and uh, people can get sick by aspiration of drinking water containing uh, Legionella. So I just wanted to clarify that. And then um, let me go ahead and start uh, and start the interview up just for a few more minutes before we go to break. Here we go. Uh, this is Dr. Bright an artist from the Watch the Water documentary where he thinks um, that our our drinking water might be targeted and that uh, this has more to do with snake venom poisoning um, than it is just a virus. Okay, here we go.
14: So yes, it is very systematic and on purpose that Mm -hmm. they're using every six months booster shots. And if you look at envenomation from snakes, for example, envenomation Getting bit by a snake one after another can create more problems one month after another. And I, and I want to answer this kind of because I'm concerned about something. What's up? I actually would like to prove it. I've actually asked for four months now from doctors to get me the Pfizer and Moderna vials so we could test it. And I have labs that said they would actually look for it, what I was wanting them to find. The actual two people that are making these shots since 2009 have been investing money from the NIH just to do research for mRNA gene editing reasons. They take mRNA, and in 2009, what they do is they take snake venom, phosphodiesterase, and they put it in a cell culture. Snake venom phosphodiesterase is what's in the venom of a snake that actually makes your cells rupture, and then it cuts your DNA. It cuts your RNA, and then you can splice in mRNA inside the gene sequence. That's what snake venom phosphodiesterase does. and The people making these mRNA shots and credited with it have been using that in their laboratories doing this type of testing since 2009. When you look up snake venom phosphodiesterase, which is used for gene editing and getting mRNA from something else into your DNA that they've been using, snake venom phosphodiesterase you can buy online for $133. There's a company named Innovative Research, Snake Venom Phosphodiesterase, and on the screen where you hit go to cart, it has a description for the researchers using it or the person who's buying it. And it says, anyone buying this Snake Venom Phosphodiesterase, you can't mix it with any of these three things because it totally destroys its ability to do its job, which is to cut DNA and RNA. And it says you can't mix it with glutathione, N-acetylcysteine, or vitamin c what is that interesting.
3: okay that's we want
14: to like get the shots and just see is that how they're getting the mrna of whatever's in the shot into your dna and if it is they, this these people have been using it the people that made these shots and what if snake venom phosphodiesterase is in there no one told you that it's not on the pfizer and moderna's list do you want to know why i'm number one on big pharma's assassination list right now
3: we're gonna find out right when we get back <laughs> that was dr brian artist be right back on the kate daly show don't go anywhere
0: What if I
8: told you the next 53 seconds could change your life? I know it sounds dramatic, but it's true. And while this ad might not be for everyone, if what I'm about to describe sounds familiar, you need to call us today. Let me get to the point. You've heard all the medical terms or nicknames, but ED is real. In fact, most of the people we work with deal with depression, unsatisfied relationships, an unhappy spouse, and even confidence issues. People think it's just about the bedroom. But if you're struggling with ED, you know it's far more. At Prolong Medical Center, our treatment plans have an 85% success rate. Yes, 85%. If privacy is keeping you from picking up the phone, we get it. This is why we have a discreet entrance and spread appointments out. Worried about price? Don't stress. Treatment is affordable and transparent. Your case is not hopeless. This can change your life. Prolong Medical Center in St. George. Online at
6: ProlongMedicalCenter.com. Hi, folks, Greg here from Gold Goldor Store. I have the amazing ability to sit down and chat with hundreds of individuals. Each and every person I speak with has a personal story of triumph and tragedy. They each want and desire to be able to support and care for their families today and far into the future. All of them are removing their deposits from the banks and credit unions and trading in those tired, no interest bearing Federal Reserve notes for real money, silver and gold. They do not trust a rogue government to take care of them anymore join the new real money revolution gold or store is the inflation killer buy silver now before the price explodes we have a small window folks Gold Ore Store voted Best of Southern Utah. Award-winning service and support in troubled times. 435-703-9119. Gold Ore Store now provides Platinum Prestige, highly secure private support at our new appointment-only location. Call 435-703-9119 for details. Do you hate the sound of this? Does even the thought of it give you anxiety about going to the dentist? This is Sheldon Demke, and at Common Sense Family Dentistry, Dr. Scott Stuckey is now performing dentistry with a high-tech laser. This is the most recent piece of technology that's changing your experience at the dentist. The laser takes the drill, the needle, and the noise out of dental visits. Plus, the laser is 50% faster, and it's virtually sensation-free. No more stressing about going to the dentist.
12: That's
0: right.
3: This is Amy, and Dr. Stuckey used the laser on my last appointment, and it was amazing to get a filling with no drill, no needle, and no high-pitched noise. Come see what the laser's all about and take advantage of the Common Sense Family Dentistry $50 new patient special. You'll see why Dr. Stuckey at Common Sense Family Dentistry has been voted best of Southern Utah for three years in a row. Call and make an appointment at 435-628-5001 or book online at commonsensefamilydentistry.com by clicking the online schedule. Dr. Stuckey at Common Sense Family Dentistry, he's my dentist.
9: It's proven to increase blood flow by repairing blood vessels. No pills and no side effects. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED by treating the root cause, call us now. And not only will the assessment and blood flow ultrasound be free, we'll also include something unique that produces powerful results in the bedroom. I don't think I've ever seen it fail. This is a $600 value, free to those that call in the next two minutes. 435-922-7000. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and get your love life back. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now to qualify. 435-922-7000. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450.
0: This is the Kate Daly Show.
12: There's a light in the city that comes down from above, leaving you wise
1: as a serpent, harmless as a dove. Don't blow your tomorrows, don't show away your love. You gotta be as wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove.
3: Welcome back. Little Jerry Rafferty from me from the Wayback Machine. Uh, welcome back. Uh, my interview with Dr. Brian Artis. I had to pre tape it last night, and uh, that's why I am in studio playing it today. And he answered a lot of your questions, and I was really grateful for that. Um, preparewithkate.com. This is the last day that you can get um, um, $150 off of three months. Food supply. And you can even make payments on it uh, to, to meet your budget. So you don't have to, you know, pay for it all at once. And I would do that. I'd have something under your roof. Um, and so it's a last day for $150 off. Just go to preparewithkate.com, preparewithkate.com, and it puts you into my Patriot Supply, and it's amazing. And uh, it also helps the show too. So you're doing two wonderful things for yourself. Okay, back here with the Dr. Brian artist interview. You know, he's getting a lot of blowback today and a lot of blowback from those on on the, what we consider the right. Right. And I wish people would take some time and research what he's talking about, because just like I played the clip in the beginning from 2020, January 24th, 2020, when they were citing that it came, was coming from snakes. I mean, we, we're acting like this is such a foreign idea, but it really isn't. And if you go to start Google it, uh, t- to Google it, you'll find out that many of the companies that um, um, a lot of the um, tech companies and the, um, the pharmace- I'm sorry, the pharmaceutical companies, actually, uh, their main offices are in the Valley of the Snakes in India, which I thought was kind of strange. But also there's tons of, of government studies on this. There's so many government studies on venom and how it's utilized. So keep that in mind. Um, and then here I'll continue on. He was just talking about being part of the hit list now. Um, so here we go.
14: List Right now. <laughs> Zeb I can guess. <laughs> this is why. I mean, okay. They told Zeb I was number one. There's a reason. Wouldn't that be disturbing if they're injecting our children with snake venom phosphodiesterase, something from snake venom glands? Yeah, I have a problem. It just makes me sick
3: because I I remember Judy Mikovits saying after 2017, even if you're going to if you're going to take any of pharma shots, you're insane. Like you're just it's it's insane at this point. There's no regulations on what they're doing. And then of, of course the multiple shot syndrome that we seem to be in. You have to have this one and then this one and then this one. So it's doing more than just ruining your immune system. It's doing more than just well, I mean editing your DNA. I mean Klaus Schwab admits it. It's <laughs> Yeah, we're going to edit your DNA, for example. Well, that's a pretty big for example, right? I mean
14: Well, they already figured out how to do it in 2011. Getting wow. snake venom mRNA into a cow's own DNA
3: to mm-hmm. make a hybrid. Whoa. Wow. All right. Yeah. Anything else that you would like to let the audience know that has been kind of an aha moment as you've been explaining this or, or some of the questions that immediately come up for people that you're getting in mass volume.
14: You actually brought up Judy mikovitz mm-hmm. I have to tell you, I've actually been worried this whole time that when I come out and speak, I actually thought like ninety percent of the world was gonna go, oh my god, don't trust him ever again. Right. That's what I thought. Right. That has not been the case. Good. Ninety percent of the people have been very supportive. What was very interesting was Judy Mykovitz texted that night after the Stu Peters thing mm-hmm. and she said, This is not a joke, she texts me and she goes, Dr. Artis, I just tweeted out that at the next event where you and I are gonna be, I'm gonna put up the slides that supports everything about sermon. Being a protector against snake venom. That's what wow. she said. Wow. And all her stuff wow. that she knows from working with the NIH and stuff. And I was like, oh, thank
1: God she's wow. still in my corner. It really I know,
3: exciting. because it, it is bold to come out on something like this. And of course, you're going to get torn to shreds. There's going to be a lot of skepticism. I have skepticism. Everybody should, because they should be looking at this with all the parts and pieces and really be scrutinizing everything. But you're inviting people to scrutinize. You're just saying, think out of the box a little bit here, because we know that these people can be diabolical. Maybe we've underestimated them even on on how much they really are. Right. I mean,
1: yeah. So
14: can I do a few things with your audience real quick, please? Cause some of the things I wanted to know is if it is true, right. Remember I was looking at this every day for four months, I have built two years of talking on stages and being in Capitol buildings, doing 15 minutes of research on two studies that Anthony Fauci said in May of 2020 supported his decision for remdesivir. I did all that in 15 minutes, figured it all <laughs> out and then went to the media to tell everybody. And then one by one, the World Health Organization, the NIH have all agreed this thing is toxic and causes acute kidney failure, just right, like I said. Okay, right, right. It happened. To take that same kind of speed <laughs> and effort for four months every day, it's been the most insane thing ever. But mm-hmm. There was no way I was going to talk about it unless everything made sense about COVID. So, for example… Two years now, it might seem normal to talk about the loss of sense of taste and smell with COVID and a virus, Mm -hmm. but that's not normal. That's not normal for virus, and it was very weird from the beginning. So I started looking it up. I wanted to know, is it true that snake venom has a side effect to make you lose your loss of taste and smell? Mm -hmm. Imagine my surprise when on the NIH's website, it actually says that inosmia, the loss of taste and smell can occur for months to even a year or more after getting bit by a viper, and then even having that bite treated. Really? It's just this weird side effect it's, of snake venom It's poison. not
3: just a loss of zinc, because up till now we've thought, well, your zinc's low. Something's attacking zinc and attacking some of the things in your body that build your immune system. It's not just yeah. that. that, that this is root. something.
14: Snake venom peptides actually attack second most often zinc ion receptors and reservoirs in your body. It makes you deplete all of your zinc in your wow. copper, hmm. And then it affects all these sensory things. And then I wanted to know, well, what about hair loss? There's this yeah, that's a big thing. Of COVID.
3: I've it's lost a lot of hair. Okay.
14: Yeah, and snake venom poisoning does that. Isn't that amazing? It's weird. I woke up Tuesday morning, very excited that there was like a thousand text messages on here from people around the world that sure. were sending stuff to me about things that finally made sense in a world of two years that never made sense. For example, the first thing I saw at two o'clock in the morning, this lady on the other side of the pond was sending to someone I know in the media that finally, after watching my interview, they figured out what would the connection could be to the fact that children aren't affected as much from this deadly virus as adults are. I mean, they, right. they're basically unscathed. Right. And when she saw my interview, she went online and she wanted to know, is there any basic physiology that's really obviously different between adults and children? Right. Right. And the thing that kept coming up was children have massively more melatonin hormone than adults do. So she went online and said, is there any relationship to melatonin and snake venom? And all these research studies came up that melatonin hormone inhibits snake venom poisoning. And she was like, holy crap, (laughs) this actually could answer the whole thing I've been wondering the whole time. That is Uh, so weird. And it's, and it's very weird if you just start looking at everything as if it's venom related to COVID, right. all, all of it becomes very clear, very shocking, very disturbing. And I just couldn't let another day go by when they uh, announced the other day that for every new COVID variant coming out, they announced four, week, four weeks ago, Fauci did, for every new variant coming out, they can make a brand new COVID variant specific vaccine in less than 100 days for every variant. That's what he just said. That's and I'm weird. like, no, 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 no. No, no, I have to tell everybody. And the truth is, what if I find out I'm wrong? Is there anybody listening to this that thinks the vaccines are safe and effective? I hope the whole world panics and never gets another one of these shots, I hope even so if they prove be wrong. I mean, come on. I, uh, I, don't, I don't think I'm wrong, and I would never have said anything if I thought I was wrong.
3: No, okay, so here is, I'm going to play. Uh, keep going with this interview for a few minutes before we go to break. Here we go. I like that you're open to scrutiny and and you're open to these things because when people hear this, you're right. There's lots of little pieces though that could ve- could very well make sense when you're looking at it through this lens because everybody, you know, it's like everybody wants to know what lens to look at this through because the pieces have been weird since the beginning. That's true, and so I'm with you on that. And affects people differently, and um, and could be very targeted. And so, how do you feel about the 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 um, the camp of COVID doesn't it's just a label versus the targeting of something. How do you feel like that's working? Like how are they doing that? As as far yeah, as both both.
14: Question. Yeah, great question. So Dr. Renier Fulmek asked me to come on the grand jury of his five day grand jury for the world and asked me to be the doctor to kick off the medical malpractice side of COVID. Okay. At the end of my hour and a half of documentation of how they're poisoning people in hospitals and killing people in nursing homes around the world. They then turned to me and said the judge did. He goes, Dr. Artis, after all the documentation and evidence you provided, do you really think this is intentional? What do you think they're really doing? And I said, Your Honor. <laughs> that's what I said. It's very funny. I thought this was funny. I just said, Your Honor, this is textbook eugenics. Now, when I say eugenics, and that's all I said, and he said, great, got off. Eugenics means there's people that think they're superior Right. And find any reason to think you're inferior and they want to wipe you out and don't believe you belong on the planet. It doesn't even matter the reason.
3: Okay.
14: But there are specific snake venom peptides that target specific races, specific diseases that people have, specific comorbidities. And I have to tell you, it is so obvious once you put on the lens, I already knew this before I saw the lens, that they're targeting diabetics. That's number one. True. They absolutely know they can target the pancreas of a human being, and they've already figured out which snake venom peptide destroys the pancreas' ability to control insulin release and blood sugar handling, which will put the animal or you into a coma, and you can stop and die and lose your respiration and ability to beat your heart based off sugar levels. Now, I looked it up. Mm. I don't know if you know this. I've covered this many times on my show, but I hate racism by the CDC and the NIH. I hate it. I call them out all the time. They flat out will say and lie in the media that the CDC said that blacks and Hispanics are the most represented races that are hospitalized and dying from COVID. So they should all get vaccinated the most. No, that is not true. I've gotten up on stages and put up the CDC documents. No one has died more than white people. However, or been hospitalized more than white people. But I find it interesting they're trying to convince those two races to sign up for shots by lying to you. That's the only thing. If you think they're out there to protect you, that's one thing. I don't think they are. I think they're trying to target you. Right. So number two, uh, I actually wanted to know week by week, and you can do this on the CDC's website. I wanted to know week by week, what race is dying the most in every state that's on there? What race is represented dying from COVID more than any other race every week? And I took my whole audience through it about three weeks ago. And I was like, I want to show you all something very interesting here. I've never heard about it in the media, but for like 35 of the 50 states, every week, the highest peak of the highest percentage of races dying in America is Native Americans.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay. Have
14: you ever heard that in the media? I haven't. Native Americans. And every time I clicked it, for every state, Native Americans were always the top peak. And I'm like, that is so weird. So last week, when I realized that they could target diabetics, I was just curious Y'all should type it in and look, this is how I do things. I'm like, let's just see if it connects the dots. Mm -hmm. I typed in what race has the highest percentage of diabetes in America. You want to guess which one it is? Oh, no. Native Americans and Eskimos. And uh, so it's indigenous people that they're targeting the most. I actually said this a few months ago, I was like, I think they're targeting the Native Americans to get their land back. I think they're pissed. So yeah. don't trust the vaccines, you people. Oh don't my gosh, concerned. look at we-
3: Hunter's look at Hunter's deal that he did. The guy that just uh, you know was guilty. That was all about money. Of
14: the pandemic in 2020, that the smokers were re- representing less than five percent of all hospitalized COVID nineteen cases in COVID wards.
3: Okay, I'm gonna come back. Right, I'm gonna come right back to that point right there, and uh, I'll be right back with Dr. Brian Artis' interview. We taped it last night because of time constraints, and um, so that we could answer your questions. I had a lot of questions for him, and uh, graciously he was answering them. Really appreciate him. The Doctor Artist Show, and I'll be right back with more of the interview. I'll
15: be right back.
7: The Hurricane Valley Easter Car Show is back, presented by Balance of Nature. Saturday, April 16th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Hurricane City Leisure and Recreation Center. This is the main fundraising event for the Rotary Club of Hurricane. With over 300 car entries, this is the perfect time to come see classic cars from your favorite car brands and experience a variety of local food vendors. Last year's winner for Best Vehicle was the Classic Volkswagen Bus. Come see who takes the prize this year. All proceeds from this family-friendly event go directly to building an All Abilities Park right here in Hurricane. So come show your support. While you're there, don't forget to stop at the Balance of Nature booth to enter the raffle and grab your prizes. See you at the Hurricane Valley Easter Car Show, Saturday, April 16th, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Hurricane City Leisure and Recreation Center on 63 South and 100 West.
6: Bring the whole family and come check out the fun. The amount of clientele we have coming to the gold ore store over the past two years of chaos is absolutely incredible, but that is nothing compared to the first quarter of 2022. Folks, congratulations for finally waking up to the truth about holding physical silver and gold. The demand against supplies of these important and in the case of silver strategic metal has created some delays in shipping. Do not concern yourself over this as we are still able to take orders. Please do not delay your purchase over this situation, as we expect an all-out bull run on precious metals before summer 2022 begins. The price increases will be so abrupt and so powerful that the entire world will come unglued over this issue. Come see us before we can no longer accept your Federal Reserve notes in exchange for our real money, gold and silver. Gold or Store is the inflation killer. Gold Ore Store, 7 North Main Street. Call 435- 703 911
9: it's proven to increase blood flow by repairing blood vessels no pills and no side effects if you're ready to put a stop to your ED by treating the root cause call us now and not only will the assessment and blood flow ultrasound be free we will also include something unique that produces powerful results in the bedroom I don't think I've ever seen it fail this is a six hundred dollar value free to those that call in the next two minutes 435-922-7000 that's 435-922-7000 Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and get your love life back. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now to qualify. 435-922-7000.
0: Now is the time to take care of your AC system during the big savings event with Air Care Professionals. Whether you need an AC tune-up or want to turn your garage, casita, or master bedroom into a comfortable hangout, Air Care Professionals can help you with their ductless Mitsubishi electric heating and cooling system and get up to $300 off and 0% equipment financing options OAC. This may be the best offer
11: of the year. With offers like these, beat the rush
0: and call Air Care Professionals today, 628-2423 or online at aircarepros.com. Voted best of Southern Utah three years in a row.
15: Hi guys, it's not Andrew. It's James at Garage Doors Only. We aren't here to talk about ED, but we will promise that your garage door will go up on demand and down when you are done using it. No need to go to the hospital if it won't go down. Just call us and we'll fix the problem. At Garage Doors Only, we have technology that's proven to provide instant results in your garage. Find out for yourself why Garage Doors Only has been in business for over 22 years and has been voted the best of Southern Utah three years in a row. Garage Doors Only, where Garage Doors is all we do.
1: Can you imagine not being stressed, going to the dentist? all for only 75 dollars at that price you can afford to get the whole family in just imagine a dentist that doesn't pressure you They simply take care of you and your family. Visit Imagine Family Dentistry today, located off Bluff Street between Kmart and Smith's. Or to make an appointment, call 435-656-1111. That's 435-656-1111.
3: The Kate Daly Show is brought to you by Your Family Still Matters, St. George, Utah's food storage and emergency supply store.
0: Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Cape Dally Show. Take it
12: back and don't pass play.
6: Lie by lie, cheek by cheek, then a me. Smiley teeth. They just run. Spark a tongue and a
2: hole.
3: What a song, huh? Those lyrics. Uh, that was uh, Eric Church, The Snake. Welcome back for the uh, final excerpt of this Um uh, interview I did with Dr. Brian Artis. He's kind of the talk of the week because everybody was wondering if they've seen, I don't know if you've seen it, watch the water documentary on rumble. Just go to rumble.com and, and watch, uh, watch the water. And you can see why uh, he is putting together this theory about uh, a snake venom being involved in this. And it's at, the, at, when you first say that, I know it sounds like what, but really, and truly look at the clip I played from 2020 on um, hat tip, Rebecca. Thank you. 2020, um, that was, for, that was all about, they were saying snakes on, t- on TV. They were saying it was coming from snakes. Very strange. Cause snake poisoning, um, it is it is, and then he thought well I, I don't mean it is but I just I'm looking at this theory going huh some pieces are fitting together which is kind of strange but I'm very open and s- skeptical all at the same time the other thing is um, is just uh, I would say just really kind of think this over I wouldn't come to a quick conclusion on this because there are some pieces to this that are very intriguing um, but uh, nonetheless I mean he does make some make some solid points and if you start to Google you start to look at this and start to do some research on this you're going to find a lot Studies funded by the government for snakes. Moderna, in particular, um, funded uh, something very large—a uh, very large study with um, snakes early on. So here's the rest of that interview. These few minutes. Here we go with Dr. Brian Artis. In
14: 2020, that the smokers were re- representing less than five percent of all hospitalized COVID-19 cases in COVID wards. And they just observed that that was odd, knowing that this was a respiratory virus. You would think smokers were struggling the most. (laughs) But that's not what they found. When they started seeing these reports, they actually came out and started lying to everybody, saying that there's no better time to give up smoking and tobacco than now. Because smokers, they said, Fauci, Walensky, smokers represent the highest risk hospitalization and death from COVID-19. That was a flat-out lie. I got a phone call today from Dr. Eric Naputi from someone in the FDA called him after (laughs) seeing my report. This is not a joke. After my Stu Peters thing and said that he has internal documents from the FDA. He's going to be a whistleblower and wants to get the data to me. That a year and a half ago, the FDA started writing regulations to restrict nicotine patches and gum cells around all of America. Isn't that interesting?
3: I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. You always blow my mind. Knock it off. <laughs> um, it's, it's crazy. I know you have another interview you got to do. And I really appreciate you, Dr. Artist. Thanks so much for coming on, answering all those questions, audience questions. Really appreciate Wish we could have got to all of them, but we couldn't. And I uh, really appreciate you. Thanks. Just keep talking and keep people thinking. That's what it's all yeah, about.
14: I, I can't wait to be found out that I'm wrong. And then if we all celebrate together because I was right, great. But yeah. regardless, I only did it because I love you. And just because, Kate, I just want you to know, I love you. I think you're phenomenal. Right and it's my you. honor to be here tonight.
3: Right back at you. Oh, I love him. All right, so... Um, that was two hours worth of interview with Dr. Brian Artis let me point some things out because um, I know um, I was going to be interviewing him on InfoWars but there were some um, complications and then Alex interviewed him the next day and um, and then he had Dr. Fleming on right after him and so this was kind of interesting and I'm wondering and uh, if, if, Do- if Dr. Fleming as he was kind of poo-pooing what Dr. Artis had said on InfoWars whether he was really understanding what he was saying because I think there was maybe a misunderstanding on how, how uh, Artis was portraying the venom being used in the weaponization of the coronavirus that produced the disease, uh, whatever that is COVID-19, whatever you want to call this um, and, and maybe talked about the venom as the weapon without it being spliced into the virus in a lab because Artis was saying no, it's spliced in but Fleming was attacking the uh, uh, kind of a different point. It wasn't the point that Artis was making. And so I'm kind of wondering, you know, is that, are we really understanding what Dr. Artis is saying uh, as gain of function? Because gain of function would be weaponizing a coronavirus, right? And so in that process, they could have cleaved that synthetic snake, you know, venom into the spike protein, which is unnatural <laughs> in your body, um, of the coronavirus, and the mRNA vaccine uses this weaponized spike protein, too, this this jab. So would that explain how the vaccine jab then produces similar symptoms as uh, COVID-19? Is it possible that the DOD labs, you know, use snake venom common to China to divert attention toward China and not expose this work uh, that was done in a lab, possibly even in Ukraine? Because those laboratories are being obviously... Destroy the, the the documents. The destroying of all these documents and all these things that we were doing in all of these different labs. Is there a link there? And, um, and so, uh, the snake, the snake venom with the water, um, without understanding that the venom could have been cleaved into the spike protein, which then would have been, you know, the virus, uh, where, where the virus, the people caught and the jab, they were saying snake venom is not infectious and can't spread, but you have to look a little deeper. Okay. Because um, if, if you discredit the idea without understanding what was done in the lab to the coronavirus, there's going to be a lot of people speaking out that are going to be like, oh, yeah, that, that can't be. But are they actually understanding what's going on inside the lab? So questions about that. I think Dr. Fleming's great, but I wonder if he actually was battling the points that Dr. Artis was making or if he was seeing it differently and then talking about that. Does that make sense? Um, so, um, there's that. And I wanted to kind of just go through that with you um, because um, Fleming was implying that artists was claiming that it came from a snake and it was not made man made in a lab, but that's not what artists is talking about. Artist is talking about it being a synthetic form, powder form being sliced in. So very, very interesting, right? So then Steve Kirsch came out and talked about it. Okay. And he said, uh, do I think this is a poison rather than a virus? And he said, no. But you know what? Artists did make some really great points about the fact that if it's a respiratory virus, why wasn't it? Why wasn't it attacking the smokers? Why wasn't it attacking the most natural group to have problems in these areas? You can't. I mean, what's the answer to that? And uh, also, Steve Kirsch said, you know, you can't get poison from what uh, from another person through close contact at a party. But nobody ever solved that for me because people were not all getting sick from the sick. You had people like me who was a caretaker for my my husband who was sick. I didn't get anything. So are you sure that it can be... Just because they told us for two years that it would be spread in close contact, does that actually mean it can be? Or was that a lie? That goes back to the COVID label. Was this a lie? Um. Because you're people are assuming, like Steve Kirsch that you know, I, oh, well, you know you can't spread it, so therefore it, this theory is thrown out thrown out. That's not true. <laughs> That's not what he's saying. He's saying he's going, you know, were we ever actually spreading it? because I think more or less they use the social distancing lie that we all know is a lie in the masks as as a form of control. It had nothing to do with the spread of anything, okay. And uh, and so uh, he also said, do I think the virus is spread through the water? Because this was his take on Dr. Brian Aris's thing, and he said, I doubt it. He said the virus is spread worldwide. It would take massive coordination to poison water supplies. But if you are putting in, let's say, cleaning agents or anything else like that for COVID, well... I mean, it, like, like, like uh, Dr. Artis said, so you swap out the barrels, everybody has treatment going into their water. So, how do you know what they're using and in what's, what's in what barrel, right? I mean, it'd be one thing if we were all enjoying well water and, and, and somebody putting something into it was foreign. But that's not the case. Water is treated. And so what are they putting in there? So I don't really agree with Steve on that one. And he said, uh, do I think the virus is related to snake venom? And he said, yes. He said, we've been talking about this for over a month internally. Um, and uh, he said, Dr. Uh, Braun was discussing the similarities to snake venom in the late in late 2020. And then he said, um, do any of us think the drinking water is deliberately poisoned by people? And he said, no, speaking for a lot of the spokesmen or talk show hosts, I don't know, or guests, I, I whoever was in this, this group of people. Um, and the answer was to him was no, but. How do you know? I mean, my gosh, uh, they'll poison us with fluoride. I mean, why not? And then why? And it goes right back to Dr. Artis's credible question of why are they constantly checking the water then? The wastewater. Why is the CDC constantly doing that? For a long time, I thought that was just a distraction to make it look like something more than it was, right? We're going to check the wastewater because it's just so powerful, this COVID-19, which, by the way, still could be true. But he does open up an idea that, hey, you know what? They're checking this for a reason. So for Steve Kirsch to just dismiss that, I'm perplexed by that. Um, And uh, he said, could something be getting into the drinking water? So not deliberate, but just getting in there. And then he said, I highly doubt it. But that's not what Brian was saying. He was saying that this is a deliberate measure, right? If it's in the water. And like he said, prove him wrong. He's open. He's open. I like that about Brian. At least he's willing to go, hey, it could be wrong, but it sure is strange. Um, and then uh, Steve Kerch said, is it spread through the air almost exclusively? And he said, that's an interesting question. And he said, that's the current thinking. No, we actually said a long time. There's no way. The scientists. Well, I shouldn't say. Anyway, the doctors that I trust were going, this is not airborne. This is not airborne. Um, from Judy Mikevitz all the way down. They were going, this is not airborne. Otherwise you would have, if this was an airborne thing, you would have people dropping dead on you everywhere. Not just in the ICUs, the hands of the doctors. Okay. So there's a lot of good questions, but I find it odd that within 48 hours, RFK juniors coming out. Oh yeah, I don't think so. And all these people are coming out. I mean, at least study it. I mean, at least look at all the moving parts of this to figure out what's true and what's not. I've said over and over again, a lot of what comes out, there's a lot of truth to it. And then you have to pick out the pieces that that don't add up, right? And that goes with everything, everything we we, we get presented with. And and so I'm always open for those kinds of thoughts. I'm always open to look and um And, you know, there's a lot of people coming out about him. But my gosh, you know, snake venom has long been um, an interest to pharmacology. And, of course, even uh, 1980, the first hypertension drug sold as Captopril came out. And it was from snake venom. So this isn't a new idea. It's just new to us with COVID thinking about that. Um, And so I just wanted to, again, you know... (laughs) say instead of rushing to judgment within 24 hours let's look at let's look at all of this and I am not I want to look at this stuff myself instead of always being dependent on a group of experts because even if I like those experts I still am questioning and I'm still skeptical and I'm still kind of going wow that could be very very true look at some of the things that have happened hmm kind of lines up with what Dr. Artis is saying right you got to be fair with that. It's there, he has some inter- compelling evidence. Compelling evidence can't ignore it. And um, and I know things are extremely manipulated on the right and the left. To be honest with you, and that's why I am even more intrigued to do more research on this um, because I, I realize how how things are. Information is is a is a hard truthful information is a hard thing to come by and um, on the right definitely on the left but even on the right there's so many gatekeepers and things like that you have to you have to really look at the at the whole picture and look at this and, and ask yourself some really really good questions um, I hope that helps listening to um, Dr. Brian Artis and uh, as he answered some of your questions, especially in the first hour. I just uh, thank you for sending those in. I really appreciate it. Some were redundant and then some were, I mean, just, yeah, they were just super questions, right? super questions and then start googling this i'm not kidding you're gonna find so many nih studies all kinds of things on snake venom just like that clip that i played in the beginning from 2020 where the newscaster was saying it was from snakes that's very strange um so look at that too um but i will go ahead i'll put this on podcast along with uh, yesterday's show and um I hope you share. I hope you enjoyed listening to this. Listen to it again. Sorry, the audio was a little jumpy. That was nothing I was doing, and it was just the way it was recorded, and I don't know why. So, you know, you know (laughs) how things go in radio land. There's nothing I can do about it. But I really, I didn't cut any video or anything. It was just kind of jumpy, kind of strange. So I'm just apologizing for that because I didn't even know that um, when I was recording. So um, thanks for listening in, you guys. And uh, be faithful, be fearless, as always. Have a great weekend with your family, an Easter weekend, a beautiful Easter weekend. And uh, I appreciate you guys so much. Um, help with the show. Go to balanceofnature.com. Get that wonderful product. Go to my pillow, And uh, the code word is always Kate. It's always Kate, K-A-T-E is the code word, and you can help us out a lot um, by doing that. Really appreciate you guys. Great Mother's Day gifts and things like that there. All right, you guys. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you back here on Monday. And if you have any more questions, email me, and I'll send them off to Dr. Artis and see if he answers. Thanks, you guys. Uh, KateDallyRadio.com.
6: Am I too
7: late?